Hi, sunshine. Hi, Isabel. <laughs> How are girl. we tonight? <laughs> Beautiful. Hi, sexy. <laughs> My gorgeous girl. My baby girl. <laughs> Is there ice in that wine? Oh, it's not wine, honey. It's a French 75. And I tried to finish off all my gin and I tried to finish off all my champagne and all my simple syrup. So it's like so four it's a little bit wine. It's like a French 87. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in it. Thank you. What kind of wine are you drinking? What kind of wine? Um, we got this new wine tonight. Um, it just has, I don't know. I don't know. The label is like hot pink and cool. Um, it's delicious. It's my favorite Yum. wine I've had in like a year. Oh, Slay. Okay. I'm slamming it. I think this slay, is the yeah. last of it, but I have another bottle. Okay, cool. Slay. Um, it. I love your glasses. Like the, the cups. Yeah, I need to get Imagine some nice Imagine if I was cups. wearing glasses. Yeah, Mo, I love your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I love your nearsightedness. Um... I, yeah, I wanted to, um, I need to tell you about the gay that I met today. Please tell me about the gay. Because it was so, um, just like insane how like on topic it was. It was so serendipitous. It was so, um, okay. And I actually, so it isn't that crazy that in the vintage store that I work in that I play Lana and gays like remark on it. Like that (laughs) happens often, you know? That's every day, like that's sure. the usual. But totally. So today, you and I were gonna we're gonna talk about blue banisters. Exactly. Um, Alana Rama. The- <laughs> <gasps> we're just. It's a power hour of Lana. Yeah, You're wearing your Lana the tower of power. Yeah, I'm wearing <laughs> some. Some I posted a story of me in this picture. Right, not in this picture. The picture of me in the shirt, and someone uh-huh. just replied anal. Like some disgusting well, man. And I was like, yeah, I know it says that, but I'm like, you couldn't read that unless you were like really looking. So I mean, yeah. it's giving it's giving sexy little crop top. Yeah, it's, it's this is a shirt that you bought me and I love it. It literally fits just like how a shirt should fit, which is like a tight little baby bitch shirt. Cute. Yeah. You look really cute. Is that the yeah. Annie Hall poster behind you too? Yes, it is. The one that it you looks bought. really you good. Decorated my whole ass apartment. This is literally this is like changing my life. You remember there was like a Bigfoot blanket up there that like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bought. So, so um so yeah, this looks amazing. Sorry, yeah. yeah you look beautiful. I can't you. I'm you like beautiful. I'm gagging. Shut up. Yeah, you look like um, an angel. No, so yeah, we were gonna talk about blue banisters today because yes. we feel like um uh, the dolls are sleeping. The dolls have slept on it. That's on a fact. It? That's a literal fact. And also, you know, new new is coming. End of March, March twenty fourth. She we've changed got the a date. little taste test. Yeah, we've gotten, we've a, gotten a bit of a taste under exactly tunnel under ocean. <laughs> There's under oceans ocean under the water. tunnels. Furthermore, <laughs> period. But yeah, um, girl, we have a single of that so far and then you know it's like this is the new lana era but her last album people for i feel like people people literally don't talk about Blue Bay we haven't digested it enough and by that no. i mean on red scare when they talked about it it was only brief so right we didn't really get a whole <laughs> yeah you're like really the culture has a culture with it exactly <laughs> the culture hasn't we touched really, we haven't chewed on that enough not we enough. definitely and then we have new stuff coming so we just want to talk about that and then speculate towards the future and um but anyways this gay comes into my work today and mm-hmm. I had this playlist on of mine on Spotify that isn't even just like a Lana playlist. It's just a playlist. So there was oh. Lana okay, on then that it. Is cool. um, yeah, that's random. Yeah. And it went from literally like, I don't even know. It went from like modern English, like, oh. I'll, I, like <laughs> I'll stop the world and note with you because yes. I'm like a weird sycophant who like listens to that sometimes. Me too. Um, I went from that to like wildflower wildfire and the gay was who was shopping who was like glasses like very fancy outfit like Cute. sunglasses inside Ooh. he was like 
girl. He was like, this one though. And I was like, yes, dude. And then he was like, um, this is my favorite like song probably. And this is like my favorite Lana album, but I feel like nobody really appreciates it. Stop. And he was like, what should I make my boyfriend for dinner tonight? Do you think should I make lamb or soup? <laughs> like lamb soup. <laughs> Sorry, my chair is creaking so bad. I'd like to apologize for that. I love it. Are you one. drinking Gatorade? Yeah, also, because I was like, <laughs> I need some water and I don't have like I don't want to get a cup of water. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Please proceed. This is literally insane. Did you tell him which one to make? I said it depends on what kind of soup you're making, but I was yeah. like, lamb is cool, but then he was like, I was thinking like a Tom Ka kind of thing, and I was like, okay, it's cool if you can make like Asian soups well. If you can, like I wouldn't endeavor. I wouldn't I couldn't do it. step my foot into that realm. No, I wouldn't. I, I can wouldn't. only make like Italian things. Period. I can make like borscht and then like Russian cabbage soup, and that's yeah, about it. Like, Yeah. God. So I was like, if you can do that, but then anyways... I think another Lana song came on or the song kept playing and then he was like, um, and I don't know, he might have been like Bay or something. Um, I'm just going to say he because I just like, didn't know. Come on. Anyways, yeah, come on. He was giving a little bit. Giving Bay. <laughs> so, that's my yeah. worst nightmare is just someone feminine. to say that. I'm like, so, well, that's, that's, <laughs> okay, that's my thing is like, not, okay, I can't, I said, I was like, this episode, I'm going to be chill. I'm going to be like normal. I'm not going to say like <laughs> fucked up shit. But already, here we are. Um, my thing is that I just, this is my thing that I mourn really heavily in our era, pointing at you uh-huh. and pointing at me, is uh-huh. that like, I feel like back in the day, for, this is actually Lindy, if you think about it, being gay meant, as a man, being feminine. Like, stepping uh-huh. your foot into that realm and like. Stepping your pussy out. Stepping your pussy out, <laughs> stepping your pussy up, and playing with like gender and like playing with you know whatever. That's what it meant, and you were just gay, and that was beautiful. And then these days, it's all about uh oh no, I'm this in between, and I'm like, what if what if you were just the way it was, and that's okay. Well, one of my biggest talking points I have written in my in my notes for mm-hmm, tonight, my ten mm-hmm. pages, is um how Lindy this album is. It is a, it's a Lindy, in that it's a Lindy album. It's it's an album about womanhood it's not a queer album and then she kind of even comes to the gaze a little bit when she, she says does. stuff about like how the, the press and like how america and her fans basically have, like treated her mm-hmm. and it's just real and it's just like it's so real it's a very i don't know i identify with it because i'm not somebody who even though i've my like track record may beg to differ. I don't identify <laughs> very like queer. You no, know? you don't. And, and you sometimes don't you feel guilty for that in this like sure. in climate. You yeah, know, totally, totally. But it's your right to. I'm sorry, I totally derailed this. What, what, what else? So another Lana song. So came uh, uh, nothing crazy, other just than that he was like without me even prompting him because I don't talk to strangers. I don't offer shit. Mm-mm. I don't go to a party and talk about. You, yeah. Shit. No. I'm embarrassed to exist. Exactly. Stop. I'm ashamed. I hate. I hate frankly. Me too. Me too. So I, I didn't say anything and he stirred up out of nowhere, even though I was writing notes actively when he was in there. He yeah. was like, um, I feel like this album is her really kind of obliterating her old self and how she used to be perceived and like kind of telling the truth and just like making the music that she wants to make unapologetically. And and he was like, it, it's very like refreshing. It's very feminine and it's very um like earnest. And he was like, that's what I like about it. And he was like, and I feel like people don't love it because it wasn't tailor made for them, the fans. And I was like, 
girl. You're like, you kind of ate the episode. Like, <laughs> like I was like, you so... said it all. Like, I'm like, I literally wrote all of that down. I'm not kidding right now. And I didn't, you have not told me this part before. And it was sweet because he was like, I, I told him like, yeah, you know, my friends and I, we are recording a podcast. I was like, I, I, we are doing it. We are doing and it. And it's called Pick Me. And he was like, love the name. He was like, get right out with it. <laughs> and then he, and then he, I, I was like, we're kind of going to like wrap the episode with like kind of reviewing or not reviewing, but just like talking about our, our thoughts on um, Ocean Boulevard and then yeah. talk, speculating about the next album. And he was like, ooh, what are your thoughts on Ocean Boulevard? And I thought it was nice that he wanted to know. That like genuinely. That's really sweet. Yeah. And I told him and he was like, period, I agree. He gave me some thoughts. So when we get there, we can talk about that. But um, I can't overall, it was just like serendipitous. And I it was like, truly serendipitous. I did not know. Like that's, and also like that song specifically, like we'll get into that period. But like, I'm like I know, that, you know, that's like a random, a lot of people just fucking don't like this album. And it really, also, this is like actually kind of a first introductory thought that I was having that I just had before we talked yeah. today was that so you know in the pantheon of Lana because you know we're both like psycho Lana stands mm-hmm. um there are some mm-hmm. things that just don't click as much you know like everybody we all get that and she's released like what like nine albums in 10 years or something lot, which is yeah. a lot of bandwidth to like comprehend and deal with and so th- some things click more than others and for whatever reason it's like for me this is just me I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say this sounds controversial. Honeymoon has never been like an album that I really clicked with from her. Me neither. I like, Me neither. I like quite, I like a few songs from it and I love those songs. But like as a whole, when it came out in 2015, I was on like a different wavelength. I straight up thought I was a lesbian and I was going to women's <laughs> college. And I just was like, she's, she's an abusive freak. <laughs> she's, she's awful. Having loved her when I was like a freshman in high school, but like, I, I already like went back horseshoe theory style. I already cut her out of my life by then. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't into it. And so I just think it's interesting how it's like, I feel like this is almost like a sister album to that insofar as like you hate mm. one or you hate the other. And I feel like people that maybe have loved her up to now uh, don't love Blue Bannisters for whatever reason and i yeah well i i i also don't love honeymoon but i really love um and listen to often freak and oh me too from that album and i love like terrence loves you like i love i love like four four, five songs and like there's some songs from this album that even like give me the willies i hate to say Um, honeymoon literally scares me like i listen to it like i've listened to that song like the song honeymoon like four times in my life i've listened to it seriously oh like four times and it scares me like i get i get the chills lust for life for me too i really really can't it wasn't one that i I love like quite a few songs from it quite a few songs as well but yeah but but not like um not as a whole Lana Del Rey, though, regardless of, and I, I'm glad that we're. I did want to like have an overview of all the albums. I know not to. It's I'm important. Like, sorry, I think no. I think it's important. Yeah, as an before addict. you get into it, but totally. I I think it's important. I I didn't want to um, or I don't want to make it out to seem like I don't like Lana is the kind of artist though that I always have respect exactly. for. Exactly. Like it's not like oh, there's some songs that I like by, like, I don't know who I'm even trying to think of, but just, like, you know, some other there's some freak. bands you can like some songs, but you don't really, like, respect them. I right. I just respect her all the time, and I exactly. trust her vision. It just sometimes exactly. doesn't vibe with my era exactly. of life, because exactly. Lana's music is very, like, obviously emotional, tangible, like... Yeah. It, well, one of my notes I had about Blue Bannisters is that it feels like reading a diary. It is. It is, exactly. So it, you have to vibe are, with it. Exactly. It has to be, like, when you're ready to kind of perceive that, but yeah yeah um 
Norman fucking Rockwell, I didn't really vibe with and gel with until like literally like a year ago. Me too, because I actually, I had like a bit of a Lana sabbatical for like several years on and off where I just kind of missed her in 2019. I just kind of missed it all Uh, because I was like being like insane pick me at that time. I don't know what I was doing. I was just like only listening to men for whatever reason, which like I I, like was one of the- You were Calvin Kleining. I was was CKing. I was CK1. And- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but like but like I this is like a crazy thing to say but like I remember being like a freshman in high school in 2011 and loving Lana Del Rey and then like 2012 when video like all the the Born to Die album came out I like loved mm-hmm. her and I talked about it and some girl came up to me in my computer techno class thing and she was like you like Lana Del Rey and I was like yeah I do and she was like do you like fuck the teachers here like what's wrong with you like, do you have sex with your dad like she was like like that's like music for like that's like sick music and i was like i was like guess that's me then like i was so, I was so happy to be like discriminated. Oh i was like but like that was how it was thought she was just such a like pariah for a bit then i know SNL performance and, like you're you know the tea but like so I loved her so oh, much. Oh, I've when... also been asked if I Absolutely. fucked my dad. Well, yeah, and you're like not even related. <laughs> <laughs> like the police did come. The social services literally did. <laughs> he didn't. It was fine. Yeah, it was no, fine. It was, me, fine. it was fine. Me as well. Me as well. But um, no, no, no. I yeah, she was. Well, I always love the. It's kind of cliche to even say this, but I always love the like interview of hers that goes around. That's like um, where she's like. Sorry, my first album was a hip hop album. It period. She's a rapper. And she artist. was like a pop star. She was like she yeah, was she sexy. Yeah. She no, was she was sleek. She was like yeah, like she wore those well, little like brass knuckles ass rings and the yeah. And she yeah, saying about her like pussy her and pussy stuff and her daddy and like well, yeah yeah. It was a special. Well, time. okay, and I have a big take. I'm gonna say when say. the time is right okay. in the um. When we, when whatever song we're talking about, because yes. I figured we would go through chronologically. We will. The yes, album. that's how okay. I wrote my notes. Yeah. Um. She, I have this new take about like, kind of, this album has made me reimagine what her daddy issues totally actually like are, how mm-hmm. they're manifest. Like, mm-hmm. I have this new take about why she's someone who like dated a cop, etc. Like, I'm that kind of like is the opposite of what the like fans usually say which is like, I can't the daddy issues no freak. yeah so, and, and they're yeah totally anyways it okay. might be me just being like stoned and like thinking too hard when i was listening at work today but i'm like i think i have some ideas so anyways i, you, I I'm believe excited to get into do. it my point i guess was like i think we both have kind of gotten to this point just now which is that like i'm, I'm trying to humanize the people that hate this album because to me, yeah. they're in, like they're inhuman. <laughs> no, I just I love this album because because this album really came at the right time. I feel like for you and me both, we're like we're we're in our you know you're in your early twenties. I'm in my mid twenties. I'm almost in my geriatric twenties. And this is a special album because like Lana is she's twelve years older than me, and so she's always been like one step ahead of obviously like the decade in which I'm inhabiting. But I feel like mm-hmm. this is such a special album if you're like ready to kind of get to the heart of what she's talking about. Well, you know? and you and I and I are both people, you know. Especially you are like someone who doesn't. Your your like internal dialogue and like who you are inside is not um, 
the same as somebody else who might be your age. You're like a generation ahead of yourself. Not you're like telling two me generations that. Not, yeah, no, but you, you're not telling yeah, you. I could like as if I couldn't. We're say both. We're both like old we're souls. Old souls. Yeah, pick me. Yeah. Exactly. Pick me. I'm an old soul. Please, like, she's God. An old soul. Yeah, please. I'm like 60 on the inside. Yeah, exactly. I'm 12 right now, but I'm like 39. If you met me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's giving so. That. But but um, that's yeah. So anyway, that's just my point. Is I'm like this is a very like mature lana album and it's nice to be in your 20s and grasp that and just vibe well let's let's before we even get into it i wanted to ask you and i want to talk about like before we before we get into the first song Mm -hmm. um this can be our last tangent we go on so totally totally no ranting ranting. totally totally. but um like when this album came out because you and i this album impacted both of our lives in very different but very severe ways it sure did we won't get into in detail no but i wanted to ask you what time of year, what time of life did this album hit you? Like, when, when this came out, where were you? How did it affect you? And, like, you know, you don't have to be crass about it, but just, like, you know, <laughs> where does this lie for you? Because I of think course. we all universally know where, like, Norman Rockwell lies for us well, and that's... where Paradise lies. But it's, like, where, what, where, what vibes did this give you? You're so right, because, like, that's, like, Lana's, like, the JFK assassination in that way, where it's, like, mm-hmm. where were you? Where were you when this dropped? Like, where were you when this where sh- were showed out? Where were you? When the towers went finally went down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the chair creaking, the gamer chair. I'm sorry. <laughs> that chair um, is literally sick. It's disgusting. Can, it's, uh, like, greasy. It's greasy. It's full of grease, and that's why it's, it's not oiled enough, frankly. I have to, or I can't, <laughs> like, insane. I have to, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, can I ask you the same question after I answer? Yeah, but okay, I want to okay. hear first. Okay, of course, of course, of course. So, um, so what, what's crazy about my journey with Lana, as much as I, I love her now, like, I'm, like, a sycophant for Lana. I'm a sicko right. fan and a sycophant. I'm, yeah. like, Lana's stan, like, Eminem. Um, mm-hmm. I stan her, uh, like Eminem. A, like Eminem. Like Eminem. I can't. There you you're like time. if you haven't heard what Stan. I'm like means. you know what Stan means. Um, <laughs> From Eminem. Period. There's a uh, well. So 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 I loved her. You know I've loved her for twelve years. A slave. But Fruit. sorry, every time I say twelve, like that's just well. Amazing. And we were we were. I have been because I was to her for a while, and then I've fallen off with her. Like many things, you fall in and out of love with someone. And yeah. last year I loved <laughs> yeah. her, but like like I, I've said this to you, Sunshine, and you lived it to see the tale in 2021, early into summer, I was so like paradise, ultraviolence. Like I was yeah. so like that pilled, that level right. of Lana, uh, very much like that shit. And then this dropped in like, it dropped like, I know the date because I looked it up the other day. It was like October 21st or some shit. That's fucked. So when Blue Bannisters dropped 2021, when I say last year, I mean 2021, not 2022. Uh-huh. But- I agree because i don't live right now i don't know me neither i don't know what happened last year but 2021 uh october it dropped and i remember listening to it actually i want to say this right now because i have it in my notes for later but i want to say it now um i remember this album dropped and i didn't get a chance to really listen to it until a week after it dropped and i was like you know what like love her like been vibing with her obviously my whole life but especially this year like let's check out the new album and i mm-hmm. i liked i loved chemtrails because it dropped spring of 2021 and i right. remember we we all liked it we all liked like white dress we all liked uh the songs etc we but loved I, white dress oh my god i have like notes i mean about white i dress can't even. not cry uh, bitch i have notes because i was like that was like the first reckoning that she was gonna go like almost jazz like her vocals the you know I, anyways um but i was like right it's it's kind of like they say this on that Red Scare episode where they talk about Blue Bannisters. 
both of them were like you kind of have to prepare yourself for when a lana album drops because you know it's gonna like derail your night like it's gonna like it's gonna fuck up your day so so i remember well i didn't really think about that when i did this so this was so this album dropped mid-october 2021 i had just come off the heels of being literally insane for like what uh like four months i would say by then and uh, I had just been been through a lot. Uh, I'd been crying in the shower to no music. You know, I'd just been crying mm-hmm. in the shower. And then this yeah. album dropped. And, and the day that I chose to listen to it, it was like Halloween. You know, so I was like doing my makeup to be like a sexy, slutty, dead maid. And I was like <laughs> doing my creepy makeup. And I was like listening to this album. And it was on, I think it was on... Um, I remember you telling me about this, actually. Totally. Wait, what song? It's on. It was on Living Legend. Um, I remember you telling me this. And it was like that last line of it or like the bridge line where she, we'll talk about it when it comes to it because I'm not going to say it right now. But it was one line of it and I looked at myself in the mirror when I was doing my makeup and I realized I had been like ambiently like crying, like sobbing for like 10 minutes, I'm sure. And I didn't even realize because I was like, she's just like speaking to like a piece of my heart that I've been like just crushing for months. Yeah. And and so that, it literally shifted my whole viewpoint actually when this album came out, because as you, you know, the Mm -hmm. lore, you know, I can't, like I said, you shouldn't, I shouldn't be crass. But this this album, <laughs> well, I have we don't this, need to get into it. But it was we don't need a hard time. It was a hard time, and 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 I said this in text messages to you, Sunshine, and I'll say it again now: is it's like this album made me think like I don't want to get like turned the fuck out as a slut. I want to have a baby, and yeah. I want to try to love myself. And, and I'm not and, like a, embarrassed about that anymore. No, and that shouldn't be wrong. And that's actually so right, and that's so special. And I love that that gay guy said that to you today, actually, because that's like kind of almost my thesis about all this is it's like she's very much reckoning with that feeling and that almost feels lame to be like oh no maybe I do want to like have a traditional life it's not lame like it's beautiful you know so but well anything's valid basically almost everything is but what's your experience well um so okay I have to think back (laughs) where was I in well, so I always have to say, first off, it's like, what's more incredible than the fact that you put out those two albums in 2021? In the same year, in the same year. And I think that's what I've been thinking about. That's why I kind of grab chemtrails when I talk about this, too, a little bit, because I think they were all probably part of the same, like, headspace, obviously. Uh-huh. But, um, Well, yeah. it's very um, earnest, which I love to put out two albums like that. Like, be like... She... She had a lot of um, material. She was mm-hmm. overflowing with 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 clearly. like stuff clearly, yeah. and I and I love that. Um, okay, totally. so I, in order to remember where I was specifically, I went back into my pictures on my phone oh. and looked at October twenty twenty one. I love doing that. Uh, very traumatic. Uh-huh. But what I will say I is bet. that <clears throat> without being crass, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have a severe like um, anxiety about. And I've tried to like explain this to you before, I'm sure, um, and Dustin and stuff, but like um I get really anxious about stuff that I think is gonna be good and that I think I'm gonna like. Like if there's totally. a movie coming out or like oh, an yeah. album coming out or yeah. you know, I get very because I'm so like passionate, like an autistic about because to uh, not to be too pick me, but to be pick me, um I <laughs> when I was growing up, like I had this older cousin who showed me like Donnie Darko and New Wave music and Twin Peaks and all that kind of yeah. stuff when I was like a baby. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. And my dad showed me, like, Quentin Tarantino movies mm-hmm. and, like, heavy mm-hmm. metal and, like, Black Sabbath and stuff when I was, like, a little kid. So it's, like, mm-hmm. 
I'm that's kind of like my whole shtick is that like I know about like movie and like mm-hmm. and like literature and like mm-hmm. music culture like <laughs> yeah as you know like <laughs> yeah that's that's all I have I can't bitch that's all I'm I have. not a good yeah. person that's why I'm, we're I, pick me yeah <laughs> I I can't no, wake up before up. 10 a.m. but I know shut shit up. about like we know a lot of shit yeah and so anyways i don't know i just guess it overwhelms me because it's that that's kind of stuff that i really hold dear and like um so throughout the years like when artists that i love come out with albums it's taken me like a lot of months and a lot of time or new movies it's hard it's anything because i'm like i mean um remember when you you were the one who showed me buffalo 66 i had known about known about it for years and i was like i can't watch it because i know this movie's going to derail my life it did. that movie <laughs> has made me commit crimes actually showed yeah, it to me literally that and also like i hadn't seen it since i was 10 you were like my second viewing of that film being with you here in my apartment and it's like that's we've like, done was, pornography because of that up, movie we did sex work due to that Stop. film i fear but like yeah, it, we it, will it, do sex work because of shall. that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, derail, it derails the life. It's true, but um, yeah. So, anyways, it, when that movie did come out in October, I was in like kind of a sad time of life, so I didn't really no, want to hit it because I know I remember specifically though I was in my tiny apartment, I lived in in the Lower East Side. I like and I, and it was like so yeah. cold. I know that apartment. Know. It kind of went off. Cursed, but it debauchery. went off. Yeah, it did go off. Um, it was so small. How we did so much it was crime tiny, in you know? that little tiny apartment. How I filled, how I filled it with like chaos and evil. Like it's literally same. Thing, I was yeah. doing some bad shit, and anyways, Bitch. I um was a. Uh, I was like, okay, I'll try the album out, and so I listened to textbook, just the first song which yeah and um it really made me so violently ill like it made totally. me totally like i just took a physical reaction to yeah. it like my stomach turned and my yeah that i was like i have to stay away from this album and it wasn't because it was bad totally. it was no. so good and so resonated like too much yeah so i um totally. stayed clear of it until i visited you during a month a month a month a few a, a few months month. later i visited yeah. you yes and sure you did. And I were somewhere. We, anyways, we were talking about it, and I mm-hmm. was like, "Okay, I should listen to it." And then during that trip, I started listening to it. And then after yeah. that trip, I only ever listened to it. And totally. um, it just resonates. It does with. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just don't resonate, period, with a lot of shit that comes out now. A lot of I, TV shows, almost music, nothing. movies that are for me and almost movies. Nothing. Yeah. Ostensibly so for, for you. Yeah. No, so nothing. for this to, to strike a chord is so awesome. And like, it but it, it goes special. above and beyond in this like drought that we're in. Totally. That's so true. So I was just in a bad place. And then I got to see you and I got to like hang out and you and I were like Sweet. having fun, love, you know? Yeah, we were like, having so precious fun. to me because yeah. we don't see each other all the time. Not enough. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think in general, my relationship with Lana and how much I love her is also attached to just like how much I love you. Me and, too. Because you. you kind of, because growing up, I always, because I was so like emo, I was kind of like, oh, Lana is like, she has some good songs, but like she's kind of gay. <laughs> and then like when you and I started hanging out in like 2018 and you yeah. like, reintroduced me to her, I was like, damn, like this is no, probably one of like, my favorite artists of all time. Of course. And it's like you, you have the seed, like you always, like you knew the power of her, but I, like I'm saying, I did the same thing. Like there were like four or five years of my life where I just cast her off. Cause I was like, I'm a feminist and I don't need her. And like, well, right. dumb bullshit. And it's just nice to like, just like bask in it and be like, and now that she's a ball, that's why I like Blue Bancer so much is because I'm like, this is like living proof that she is a songstress, a poetress. Like she is a living legend. <sighs> uh Stop. you know okay but, let's get into it and okay 
can but we, I love that. I know, start... I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I, I love that. I, I know your journey with it. And I know my journey with it. But we both have very personal relationships with this album. I took a break from it, I would say, um, for the past couple of months. And so having this, like... Reintroduction. I've been working more at the vintage stores. So I've been listening yeah. to a lot of music. And yes. so I just listening to this, it was, it was fun to have this revelation again and be like, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. this album is really poignant to me. I'd love to just, like hash it out before this well, so and luckily it's yeah. her last one like this is all we have yeah. of her right now till we get the new one see how it's gonna so i want to hear you your um your thoughts on textbook okay so just to just and to i'll try and keep it i don't know what time we're at but i'll i'll try and keep them pretty brief but i have a lot of notes we can we can too. keep it i feel like we'll keep it decently brief per song like it'll be fine okay and i also pulled up the lyrics so that i can like Good. Okay. Honestly, thank you. Because, because I, I've written down, like, I did shorthand, like, longhand writing some lyrics down because they meant so much me to me. Me too. I was, like, I cramping was like, my just, hand. I need to just look no, them up No, it's nice to have. Thank you. Because my, my big old dumbass gamer screen right now, I can't do that. But um, all I was going to say, actually, first off, which I've already said, so it's redundant, so I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it. But, like, White Dress for me coming out early 2021, you know, in Chemtrails. Yeah. That was my first inkling that like okay it's like it's jazz like she's Mm -hmm. doing something avant-garde she's like the way that that song makes me weep by the end when she (laughs) says summer's almost gone like i i literally i cry every time like i feel like a fucking it made me feel like Like, a god like a god like it it, that song went crazy can i say that what i love about that song and i'm sorry i'm about to look so ugly because i'm gonna put my hair back but i have to because it's getting annoying please don't say that to me please don't say that to me Oh, my back's hurting. Really so I have to like hunch over. It's a little no, thing. I'm hunching, yeah. Um, what I want to say about white dress is that it's quintessential what I love about Lana, especially yeah. in this era, which is that that song is about appreciating what she has. It is. It's about being gagged about what she got. She's like, it is. I was down there at the Men in Music Business Conference. Conference, yeah. Like, period i was doing everything i could to get this life and i yeah. fucking got it look how i got it she got it and but it's also like but she's also like why you know she's like mm-hmm. maybe i was happier when i was just a 19 year old girl like maybe so all i know is it made me feel like a god it makes me feel like a god is that like, good is that oof. bad yeah maybe i was better off period anyways that was like i feel like that could almost have been on this album you know what i mean that was that it's very much like textbook in its jazzy exactly. melody in like as well. the avant-garde like there's no like there's not like a yeah, there's a chorus but there's not like a chronic structure or shit but anyways it's okay. hard to sing along with unless you're like us like ready in the car being <laughs> like <you're> insane, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay but yeah so um textbook my uh first point which i think is actually funny and i hope you'll appreciate it, is that uh so i've always loved the initial chorus i guess it's like a pre-chorus um which is like you got thunder yeah yeah my thing is i was like me with like autism where it's like (laughs) you have like you know you have autism my dad had that too my dad also has it yeah let's rewrite his big dick yeah my daddy like (laughs) sorry Um, that's disrespectful no it so what i said about that was kind of similar to what i texted you about that specific line um what I like about this album is how many times she overtly and really kind of desperately compliments the man that she's talking about. Oh, yeah. And, like, Thunderbird, I like as a metaphor for just, like, you're a man. My totally. daddy was one, too. Um, and I, that's kind of, like, quote-unquote shameful, I think, in this, like, post-woke, like, culture. And so it's, like, yeah. it's refreshing. It is. For me, what I said about textbook 
the first line I pointed out is I love the um I was looking for the father that I wanted back. Like, I like how she talks about herself a lot in the past tense throughout this album, too. Totally. In this sort of, like, explanative way. Totally. It's really heartbreaking and interesting. And it is. It is. It's very real. And it's very... Um, the title textbook, I wrote this. Mm. Um, that as a concept. So throughout, um, as we go through the songs, like, I've, I've written down, like, when i really love like a concept that she's talking about in yeah. this album and one of them is textbook because i love that what is what is more in than like diagnosing yourself as mentally ill <laughs> oh my you god you know what i'm yeah, saying absolutely what's more what's more in than yeah. being like i have daddy issues exactly textbook yeah and it's, so it's just Jesus. it resonates and it's just like it's, it it's ironic and it's not and then um for the for her to address in this song too like I didn't even like myself or I love know. the life that I had. Like, I, I was, I was, like, Lana Del Rey, I didn't even like myself or love the life I had. That, yeah, yeah. Like, that, I don't know. It's, yeah, it resonates so much harder than anything any other bitch can come up with. Because it's honest. Baby, just the way we're different can set me free. Just, like, makes my heart feel a type of way i don't really like understand why i feel like she um i mean it it goes it goes back to kind of the concept of lana being like the girl who dates cops and stuff like she i think is kind of saying like that she she wants to date somebody who just like is an american citizen just like is a cog in like the machine Facts. she doesn't she's not like everyone's like queen or no. whatever <laughs> you know no she's just like you're you know i'm an american and you're a cog in the machine and i love like my place in history i suppose and no i, f- I feel the same way about that honestly I'm, sorry, I'm getting i'm plugging my computer in that's okay um no, I feel the same way about that. And and one thing I did write down about this song, because I was just like going chronologically, is that reading about the album on Wikipedia, I guess there's a quote from her from some interview where she says that this is the first time I've told my story on an album. Like my Period. whole story. That and makes, I was like, that's that makes how it sense. feels. Like that's how it feels. And I feel like people hate that. And it's like, no, I think that's probably accurate. Like this is her her story. Like, and y'all hate that. But this this feels like like I wrote this down and I almost don't stand by it because I don't want to sound flippant or uh, like I'm casting off her past because her past means a lot to you and me and everyone else. But it's like, this is the first time I felt like she really wasn't playing a character at all. Like she's really like bearing her soul and just like being like, like Lizzie Grant, but like Lana, but like, you know, herself, like dating that sexy, you've seen the cop, right? Like you've seen that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy hot. Like I used to think that before I used to watch Live PD like in 2017. And I was always like, yeah, he's the hot one. And then she dated him forever. Well, and I agree with that. Um it's almost obvious that that's the case, Mm -hmm. like what you're saying, in that one of the lines in this song, my favorite line from this song is um Do you think if I go blonde we can get our old love back? I that hits me every time. Like, it's obvious that she understands the dichotomy of, like, why people love her and kind of the fantasy of that. And she understands why she wants to be loved now, maybe. Totally. I think that uh, Blue Bannisters, the title song of the album, Mm -hmm. the next song we'll be talking about, um, 
I think it's kind of a snapshot of the life that she has now that she's like happy with and proud of, which is a very simple, mundane. I'm with my sisters. I'm with my family. There's babies on the way. Chuck's making a birthday cake. And I get to make the the sounds I want to make. And her, um, so I did this kind of insane schizophrenic uh, stalking of all of the Del Rey family. Um, Gorgeous. The other day, like I went hard on the dads yes. on Robert Grant's Instagram. And, like, What's up and with that? Yeah. Well, it was just like in 2021, he was posting like, and I didn't used to follow him back then, but I saw pics the other day of him posting like that he, he I mean, he... And Lana and Chuck and the brother and stuff are the ones writing the music they together. They are. They sure are. Like, yeah. they're, it's not like they have some producer. It's like the dad wrote Arcadia specifically yeah. with Lana. With, with them and all. that's what's yeah. really special about it. And I think unique and, and honest. And what makes it feel kind of old, what makes it feel kind of like Joni Mitchell music is it that Lindy. like... It makes it feel Lindy because it's just like <laughs> raw musical, yeah, like songs you like just like songs that you made with your dad and your From family. Your heart, it's not yeah. like a pop song crafted. Mm-mm. Whereas like music to watch the boys to feels like that's here. We're here to gag the dolls, and I love Very that. Much, and I need yeah. that. God bless. Sometimes. Yeah, high on the beach. Yeah, I love but it. But this album but... feels like songs that are precious to me that my dumbass wrote when I was in like. 10th grade and have totally. like a super hard crush on a boy and it's like diary. they're so precious to me and they mean something because it's like my diary exactly yeah. yeah and yeah yeah and so it's not like yeah yeah it's not a matter of if it like bangs or not you no know? exactly and that, I was thinking about that tonight because I, I I was like having a drink before we talked tonight and I was all listening to my Lana playlist which has like every album and I was like okay like mm-hmm. I'm dancing to all these songs and really not a lot of songs came up from Blue Bannisters that I could like shake my ass to but that's right. okay because that's like a song song that's an album that like literally the best comparison that you and i have both drawn independently and together is that it's like blue by Joni mitchell yeah and that is an album that like that blue by Joni mitchell i cried to that in ninth grade i sobbed i i I spoke my mind i learned dulcimer because of it it's like a literal artistry it's like a piece of art and this is her i love that about you so much thank you you know that i do thank you stop stop but i just mean like that it's amazing that she did that, you know, Lana too. She made so here's one of my big these theses of um mm-hmm. this whole album to wrap up textbook is that um wait, did I already say this? That um she made with this album and, and this song is one of the examples of it, she made two things that I don't believe in Lindy, and that's Black Lives Matter movement and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying. Period. I do know what you're saying because I wrote that um, too. And and in that in the textbook, one of the <laughs> early <laughs> lines is when she's like, "There we were screaming Black Lives Matter," in the because she was out protesting and she was she sad was. because she was in a mask and she really just wanted to be able to see her dad, but she knew exactly. she had to be out there on the front line. She had. To she's be. a bleeding heart. Exactly. She has, she's a cancer woman. She's a Gemini she, cancer cusp. And so, okay, here's my big thesis that I guess i'll say before we get into all of it which is that um like this line in this song where she says we were screaming black lives matter and i just really wish i really wish i could be with my father and stuff um she made lindy things that i don't believe in and that i think are wretched and that you want to die like exactly show girls well Fair. girls made iphones and like cell phones oh so true so true it made being like political and caring about like local politics and stuff lindy or pretending yeah like all pretending of it. Yeah. it made like being a feminist and all that kind of like stuff like lindy where it's like 
it made unironic the things in daily life that I think are so just like so true. Who's talking about COVID? Who cares? Exactly. Like, I, it makes me want to like no. Makes me want to completely disassociate from life and that like Obviously. I live in this time. Yeah. But this made it like like when she talks about like being in quarantine and just like re- like Don't. the girls are running around in summer yes, dresses with their masks, masks off. off. It's like okay, I want to acknowledge COVID in that light in this light. Right, like, I hope it. fifty years from now the kids remember and they remember it through this. Like I hope right. that's the memory of that. Like that would be so beautiful. It's kind of beautiful to memorialize it in such a poetic way, rather than like a kid mm-hmm. having to learn about it from some gay textbook. Imagine if they just had to listen to Violets from, like, for Roses. TikTok. Yeah, I mean, if they had to just listen to textbook. <laughs> yeah, they have to. Um, they have to learn. Yeah. Can we? Do we have anything else to say on textbook? All I was gonna say is that it, this song, like re-listening to it the other day, because I love this album. I was like, this is. As you said in our text messages, I was like, this is Sunday service. Like, this is giving, like, this is Sunday service. it's spiritual. Like, it's jazz. It's spiritual. That's all I'm saying. And, and that's why people, you know, you can't it's shake your ass. spiritual jazz. Yeah, it's spiritual jazz. And you, you can't, can't shake your ass. Shake your ass. The fact- <laughs> you are not allowed. <laughs> the thing is, though, I was going to say, just as a tidbit, what, sometimes when I'm drunk, I'm like, I want to hear the pre-chorus of the song. Where it's like, I know. I just want to hear it. Like, I do like that. I love, it. I love it. Like, <laughs> so, anyways, moving on to the title track, which is the second track, mm-hmm. Blue Bannisters herself. Uh, yeah. The first note I have says Lindy. That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Lindy. Well, well, okay, let me let me switch on my computer screen to the next song, which is the lyrics. Um, yeah, Blue Bannisters. Thank you. Lyrics. So, of Helpful. course, Lindy, the first um, line talks about John Deere. Oh. Bitch, <laughs> Lindy, it is. I, I, I love how, and I love when she like. I love how she says things that are happening to her. It's like a poem. It's like a story where she mm-hmm. she she writes down in a song. She memorializes in a song things that are literally happening in front of her eyes. Where she's like, Nikki said to me, "I was by the pool with Nikki." Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chucky's we were doing with this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were, we were texting Max. are doing this. Uh, Chucky's doing this. It feels like when my Arkansas grandma would tell me stories and she talked about people that I've never met and she's like well period they did this and I'm like I don't I don't know but I love that Lana does that because it's like a poem it's like Bob Dylan I said to the um gay in the store tonight I was yeah. like I'm so like short story brained and pilled because that's like my medium you're that, a writer like, yeah when I I love a um narrative yeah. song obviously yeah again kind of diary i mean it gives leonard cohen yeah Yeah. and and it's lindy i actually wrote this um it's lindy to say people's names in songs if you do it well like lana because it gives like jack white referencing meg in a song totally you have to to know like in rag and bone when he's like i don't know meg you want this like I mean, or like it's true that we love one another. I love Jack White, like, like little my little brother. brother. Yeah, it's very Period. like um, Lindy. If you do it like it is. in the right way, I well, mean, yeah. Velvet Underground, all their like um, oh my know, god, blank says songs, all the girls' names, but, you know. yeah, or like Bob Dylan, so, like all the songs for the girls, like it's yeah, crazy. it's so we definitely. I mean. Ugh. I, I, I definitely balked at it when I heard it. Like I said, when that when that album first came out and I was overwhelmed by it because I knew it was going to be Me a big too. deal. Like, when I heard the names, yeah. I was like, I don't know who these people are. And then once I was in emotional turmoil, I felt like I understood it more. You turned to this, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, 
a good friend of mine when she was a little kid lo- like loved John Deere and just like it was John Deere everything like she just like yeah. wanted to play with John Deere toys all that kind of stuff That's so true. like this idea of like Lana there's a picture of me on the wall on a John Deere it's like uh, it's very familiar to me it resonates I get what it. a story it builds like the way yeah. that it's like if you just look at the lyrics as you are right now I believe in your other tab it's like it reads like a story or like a poem like it's like you know it it works like it you know I don't know. It just works. I think the um, I love the the just how it sounds when she says she was swimming with Nikki Lane. Oh, but I I think that kind of the the biggest blow and maybe like the whole thing of this song mm-hmm. is most men don't want a woman with a legacy. It's of age. Yeah, no, it's, it's a of fact. age is so like biblical sounding. It is. It's like it's, it's of age fact. is so archaic sounding. It's a fact, and the way that she's saying like Nikki said that. Like Nikki mm-hmm. Lane, she says most men. It's like it's a story she's telling. Women are all sharing like mythos actual, like, with each other. Sharing, exactly. God, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like this is actually I have this note. Uh, I have this note later in the song. My point actually here is that this made me hate women less. This song truly because really? I was like Sir- sisterhood is so special. The way she's like, all my sisters come to paint my banisters blue. Like mm. it's so beautiful. Like it it really makes you think about like the ways in which womanhood can be like really special and like connective and and not like treacherous or you know destructive and and i mean but like i wrote this down and i have to say it because it's a fact it's like by the time she says uh give me children take away my pain i'm like already crying like i already have like a lump in my throat by the time she gets to that point like that's me like crying in the shower truly like well you you have a great point that it makes you uh, feel like cher- you want to cherish your women relationships because yeah. it's like you and I obviously we hate women we hate Pick most me. women we encounter Pick me. <laughs> most of my friends are boys or whatever but it's yeah. like but it's like when it comes down to it at the end of the day who do I want to go to sleep to talking to on the phone at night you you bitch who, who was like, holding honey. me while I was weeping the honey. other day and rubbing want, my back I want to do it every day like that's, that's who who was I flashing my titties to the street with on New Year's Eve with the other night you so like, who am I flashing my titties with on cam who, on, who on is my like other BF email. my sister Ashley you know yeah, exactly. my, you know I, all my BF my close yeah. friends so it's like when it boils down to it, it's like we do our female friendships are so important and it's they hard are. to acknowledge that because like i said it's not Can't like cool right now well yeah but well, it's I mean- like it's almost so cool that I feel like you and I can't comprehend where it's all about like, mm, well, I hate men and I hate the boy. Like, you know, and you and I are, you know, it's giving pick me either way. But it's giving pick me literally either way. It's um, just giving pick me. But when we, when we get to, um, I mean, as, as soon as we get to when she says, you can't black out the pages with Russian poetry and be, be happy. happy. Like, I will say, so I, I wanted to say this and I don't want to go too crazy on it because this is just me being retarded but i've always thought this lana what i love about her is she sings in like different like pseudo accents and like affects like depending on which like always like sometimes she's like old hollywood accent sometimes she does this like very like regal like yeah and it's like yeah and it's like it works girl exactly exactly i miss when people like were goofy and like exactly did theater when they sang she went to theater school it's like it makes you think it makes you feel like she's classically trained it makes you think it makes you think um 
But no, I was going to say that too later, and I'll say it again, I guess, later when we get to that song. <laughs> Sometimes Lana, in this album specifically, she has to fit in a lyric that she wrote, and she says it in the weirdest way, just to, yeah. like, like, sonically, just to fit it in. And I'm like, I love that. That's so camp of you. to like, be like, I have to say the words this way. It's you know? dedication, and I feel like nobody yes, has dedication now because nobody's doing shit. Nobody, I, like, I literally, I don't even know who, I would like to actually... If anyone listens to this, I, please say something to me, literally. Please, or God, if any please, one person listens to this. any one single individual listens, like, please tell us uh, who rivals, not rivals, it's like, who is like Lana? Because I don't know who, I want to like shit. I do, I, I do as well, but I'm like, who, who, who would anyone else draw a parallel between? Because I couldn't tell you, you know? I will say I that some of the most beautiful, like, one of the most beautiful melodies, like, in the past 10 years is that part when she says... Like, we were smoking by the pool. We were riding with Nikki Lane. She says, I'm scared of the Santa Clarita fires. I, I wish, wish it would rain. Because that's so California, too, to be it like, um, <clears throat> like, fire is so scary. Like, fire is going to destroy anything. It's constantly it there. And it's also so immediate. I love that she's referencing mm-hmm. things that are, like, happening in the moment. Which are also Lindy. It also reflects her how precious California is to her to be she, scared of the Santa Clarita. Like, I have I'm afraid those notes. of the hills that are burning a few houses away from me, you know. Period. I have those notes on Arcadia. Um, I, living in New York, when I um, when I know that there's fires happening, like, in slow, like, my heart feels weird. I like, know. Because I'm, like, sad. Because I'm, like, I don't want the side of the, like, yeah. the hills by Pismo to, like, burn. Cause yeah, you're, like, my, to me. My, my heart lives there. Um, yeah. I'm from Arcadia, and... Uh, Oh, yeah. One thing I had to say, first of all, with the song. This is, like, the only single she put out for this album, as far as right. I know. And she did it on Stephen Colbert, and she did it in black and white. Like, not in the studio. She, like, yeah. did it in her own space, which I love. Um, my only, really, first take on this is that I just love the melody of the pre-chorus. I think it's really special. Yeah. When she starts, like, Mida Sierra Madre. I love mm-hmm. how she, I love, I love her sense of melody. Um, I love, um, my body is a map of LA that like, it, it goes crazy. Like a lullaby. Yeah. It but is. what I will say, it, is. it isn't, it isn't one of my favorite songs no. on the album, yeah, but no. today at work when I listened to it and kind of read the lyrics as they went, um, they rock. Yeah. I was really gagged. But what I will say is it's kind of, it's kind of so sad that it's kind of giving um, Patricia Arquette and Dulé Hill and Holes reciting Annabelle <gasps> Lee by Edgar Allan Poe. You're so right. It's actually sick. Like, it's you. actually too sad. Because it's, like, repetitive, and it's actually just, like, devastating, and it's, like, I'm listening to it, and I'm, like, I- I'm gagging, but I'm, like, I don't want to f- feel like this. No, I can't believe you just made that parallel. That is incredible. Because I was like, what else is as sad? Like, makes my like makes me feel like I'm gonna like throw gag. Cry. It's like that. And it's like it's literally that. like Annabelle Lee, aka. I haven't thought about that in forever. Oh my Shark god! Oh, stop. Oh, I can god. fix that. I can fix that. <laughs> that movie. That okay. Also, I just watched that new movie on Netflix with Christian Bale. It's called The Palest Blue Eye or whatever, where it's about Edgar Allan Poe and it's all about his his lost lady Annabelle Lee, all that shit. And I just been his thinking cousin? about that a lot yeah his baby girl cousin who he married and whatever mm. and it's beautiful and i love her and she had a mustache and she was 12 and she died. 
and I love her. <laughs> she's she a mustache, dude. Yeah, her Wikipedia picture is all busted. She's gorgeous. But oh, yeah, no, you're so right. It's it's literally poetry. It's like that's how Lindy it is. Is it's like it's giving like 1840s poetry. Like, well, my body is a map of LA. Is some mm. of the best like poetry ever written. Um, well, yeah, it is. And I I, have, I love I love the Hilton Hotel because it's so America. It's so it's so America. LA. It's so motel. It's so well, road and her being like, baby, I'm saying hey yo at the window. Like that's so Lana. Like yeah. she's just you know it's it's just her. And like I have this written down. I'm like she's so good at geography, and she's not even I mean, from LA. Like well, I love that. She's like not an LA native. Like well, and we'll get to this later. But in other sure. lyrics, she talks about that. She says mm-hmm. that she isn't a native. Mm-mm. But I, I, to be from California, and I just read this um biography. I read like half of it. I need to uh-huh. finish it still. Um, of uh Jeff Buckley, um, Ooh. one of my favorite musicians. Of course. Uh, I think part of the Twenty Seven Club, and um, mm-hmm. obviously California native, and died in um. Was he from California? Anyways, died in Orange County, like Sad. Orange County guy. Um, yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, anybody who's from there, their music is so influenced by that flat, dry place that is oh, also wait. the promise of like anything you could want. You know, it, it, I mean, it is very akin to like Vegas in how yeah. like flat and dry it is, but how yeah. it's like this is the like land of prosperity in like fame money opportunity quote-unquote glory so i love anything that's influenced by the literal streets it's the same i I think it's the same thing as people who uh, about um literature and music and etc about new york true exactly these are places that it's like the geography matters the streets matter it does the the architecture matters yeah the surroundings matter and like the barren nature of it all matters because you think it's prosperous like I think that the most beautiful chorus, like, I mean, um, all roads that lead to you as integral to me as arteries that plump the blood that flows straight to the heart of me, America. And then I can't sleep at home tonight. Send me a Hilton hotel. And she says, or a cross on a hill, which I feel like oh. she doesn't do a lot of biblical references. Not you know, anymore. She, not yeah, not, not anymore. Not these days. Not these days. And when she does, I feel like it is tasteful and it's, purposeful you know a place to sleep at the hilton hotel or across on a hill hill. that's lindy as girl yeah that's that's literally like life that's history no i love that and also like with the song like i don't remember what lyrics it was when i was listening to this the other day i was like people don't really grasp that sometimes she is like funny like she can be like funny and like she can like make a statement that she knows is like campy or like you know grand in a way that like she, she can make fun of like all of it because this song is also about the media and it's about how people perceive mm-hmm. her and like the end of it is all her being like i'm five foot eight i'm leaving you you know god bless you america i'll pray for you exactly how i came this this exactly. well what i said and this i told um i told um my friend earlier i was like i'm not trying to be over dramatic and yeah. like uh, this is me being a little bit like ott i think but this song really reads like a letter, um, it like is. an intervention letter to a um, like a family member, where it's like totally go off, queen. Like yeah, you like, do your did thing. X, Y, and Z for me. You yeah. also hurt me in X, Y, and Z ways, and like I can't be a part of it. No. You need a miracle, <laughs> and I literally want the best for you. <laughs> it's Sorry. like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, God bless you, but you know, you need help. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I love that. The um the interlude I feel like serves the interlude as, the trio, yeah the, yeah the trio where that kind of is like trumpets 
in like it's like Mexican chud, but it's but also like kind of like trap, like it's, it's trap Mexican. Yeah, but it's also like the good, the bad, and the ugly sound. Yeah, going through it. like Ennio Morricone wrote that. Like I love, I love. Her I feel mind. like it serves. I love her mind. I feel like it serves um as like a palate cleanser. It is after all that sad stuff to be like, yeah. and I'm still about to fuck shit. Uh, I agree because I'm like because I'm like you you gays want to shake ass to this baby shake ass to that I'm like I could shake ass to interlude the trio I I'll could shake ass, ass to this it. yeah this stupid Ennio Morricone trap thing um yeah so then and, well while we're in the interlude I wanted to ask you a question huh where does this album fall for you in terms of Lana's late uh, weight fluctuation and oh. the era of her body and self esteem. Okay, good question. Uh, can I ask some elaboration? Like, what do you like? I to me, I mean, I guess you know what? I'll speak on it before I even get elaboration, because because your your baby and your mama and I, I just I know like you get it. Shit. I know you get it because I like to spout off. But <laughs> I would say this is the definitive album of that, frankly, because I think that like you know if you think about like music, like the way that albums come out chronologically, mm-hmm. as far as I know, my first memory of seeing her with the with the weight gain. I'm quoting it because I, you know, I hate to drag on. I hate her. to even say it's, it. I'm it's not, trying it's to say it. Also, the most relatable thing, arguably, that she's ever. I'm done. I'm the fattest motherfucker I know shut, right now. I wish you wouldn't say that because I <laughs> will like put. A, I have a knife right here, so I'll kill myself. But <laughs> sorry, I saw your dog in the background. Anyways, yeah, um, Chi-Chi's here. I'm sorry. My point is that uh, I remember when Chemtrails came out, like the video. I do remember that actually. No, that was way after. Anyways. You and I, we saw the photos of her, like, leaving that gas station mm-hmm. in, like, I know. like spring of COVID, like, early COVID. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's not, per se, the Lana I remember. But actually, like, I'll say a hot take right now, which is that uh, she's always had a body that has resonated with me. Period. Which is, like, a woman's body. She always it's has. It's never like, been... She- no, and like she was skinty when she first started. She was skinty. Yeah, but she's never it's had been titties. alienating. No, no, exactly. And she never had titties, and now she has titties, and she's super proud, and I love that. For and her. she's I'm so excited, gorgeous. Like, she's hot she's as fuck. She looks That's amazing. All that matters. Right yeah, now. but I just mean like she's always had like thick thighs, hips, all that shit. She's always been like a gorgeous woman. Like yeah, and it stands. You know, it's beside the point really with her when you have like a force of talent that intense. Like it's so. Beside it's besides the point. The point. Um, and, like her face is so take. gorgeous. Yeah, like her face speaks. And I, I enjoy the era of her being like, I gained some weight. I'm taking a lot of like booby selfies. Like, like and I'm super she's down never, for that. Yeah, and she's never really, she had not, like, we all know she never had titties. Like, even, like, she's been no. a healthy weight for a long time. Like, she was a healthy weight for years before this. She still had like baby, t- like, these days, though, she has like full on, you know, she's shown them. Well, the reason that I love Lana is because, and I told my sister this the other day because she was having a bit of a crisis. Um, and I was like, the, we need to both like take, you know, um learn learn this lesson from lana that like she's just like proud to be herself because she knows oh. that like she she baseline she's accepted that she is desirable she is she is all you have like, to say women, is that women you are. are like yeah, yeah like, exactly women is. are they are and that's like a truth we're, we're that desirable. Should... Yeah, and, exactly and, and it's like it's hard for us because that like I, I mean i i mean it's bad what goes on between my ears, honey, is all I'll say. I'm not going to do like, this with you right now, but and I know like, what you think, yeah. It's a bad, and it's like, the bottom of line is that it's like, 
we're like you know whatever we don't all have to be like i'm love i'm unlovable like smith no like the well, rest of our lives you know it's just not the it's well not that's true. the beauty and, of women though is that you know you can have that dichotomy of like the way you think about yourself in your head it's one thing it's like carnage it's evil but you can turn that around and find some man any day of the week i'm sorry you can find a man as bad as you look there's ever. a man there's a fucking man that wants that i'm sorry like that exists and that's a power it is powerful and i love that lana knows how to wield that and that's how i feel a little bit about lena dunham how she writes herself in girls wow. being like being like i mean like different story period physically but like i love that she's like you can literally like use your personality like that's how i got like confidence when i was you know, 12 yeah. years old like like i can if you have like some shred of yourself you can get a guy to fuck you like it's easy it's literally Come easy on. like it's so easy i, I know it from experience so that's all I'll as say. do i <clears throat> that's how i learned but um, and i love that segue because that's how black bathing suit can we go to black bathing that's, suit that's what i i have the note where it says this is the best song about weight gain ever this is the best song about womanhood maybe womanhood literally and all i said the weight gain because it's like it's you know it it's part of it i guess but grenadine quarantine oh, i like, I like you, you a lot, lot. Like, and it's so sweet the way she says Again, it. Again, like, I don't believe in COVID made COVID Lindy. She did. Made me not ashamed to be alive in the time of COVID. Exactly. She makes it, like, put into the history books. Like, these are, like, this will go down with the ages. Like, she makes it not embarrassing this, to talk about. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. I'll come me out and too. say it. Me too. Her voice, she does this <sighs> breathy and soft and really sad voice. And um, she She talks about being on a zoom call in the target parking lot which is very of the now but very lindy it is it is it, this, this song is the for me end, gives girls it, gives girls it does give girls. i want a boyfriend i want a boyfriend that makes me cry every time when she says that like the way to she eat ice cream it. with and watch, and watch television. television makes me so sad and like it hits so hard and i love that like she she i know for a fact like we both know she gained her weight over like I'm sorry, not to, like, harp on this, but she did it over, like, probably the beginning, like, January of 2020 into, like, COVID. And and what I'll Happened say is, is that um, I uh, I can relate to her in terms of fluctuation, fast fluctuation, but what I will too. say, I was the skinniest I had ever been when COVID first hit. Mm-hmm. I was literally real thin because I was addicted to working out because it was the only thing that was keeping me from killing myself. Like, I'm not killing myself. Can't. I think I'm I keep uh, killing myself. Killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> no i know we, we've all I, had oh, yeah. my shit i had to show you my <laughs> like massaging <laughs> um, i was like fidgeting really hard um uh um what was i gonna say um anyways this yeah. was during covid i lost a lot of weight and so totally. I relate to it in kind of a reverse way where totally. during that time, I just knew that I was hyper fixated on what I was eating and how my body was and maybe a reverse way that, that which she was totally. experiencing, but totally. it still was, you know, the yeah. case. And um, still a thing. Like, I, uh, it was traumatic and it was, yeah. it had to do with being closed in inside yeah. and it had to do with, um, you're just reckoning with yourself. The, like, and you're reckoning with like a lot of like social pressures and anxieties and yeah. um, with, like loneliness, the body and the heart as a temple, Ugh. as she talks about it, is also kind of biblical which i like it because is. your body and your heart are temples uh-huh. um and also did i already say this to you i can't remember that nothing is more tragic to me than the fact that the only thing that fits her which i think it's really brave that she's admitting that some 
that nothing fits her. That's really the only brave. thing that still fits. And the me. only thing that does fit fit her the is this stretchy, sexy black number that she can't. And you know wear. it's a one piece. Yeah, it's where big old in one summer, piece. Ugh. locked inside and COVID. Yeah. So it's like not only is there the tragedy of nothing fits her, but it's the thing that fits her is this sexy little number that she like can't even wear. Exactly. Or like, who are you wearing it for? Even like, yeah, for what? like, yeah. No, that's not. Yeah, that's like. That is not lost on the public. I love that she like said that. And like I've said this to you. It's like that that little music box sound in the beginning and the end when it all yeah. like all the chanting at the end culminates in the clarification of that like little music box sound. It makes me cry like a baby every time. Cause it's like the most yeah. I love how she's like breathily speaking all those lyrics and like the I want a boyfriend shit. It's like so beautiful. This is like the most like you don't hear that anymore yeah. no no women out here are begging for love women are one of our biggest her. um <clears throat> theses about this whole album that we have been texting about mm-hmm. um was like in this line when she says so i'm not friends with my mother but mm-hmm. i still love my dad the mommy mm-hmm. issues versus the mommy the daddy issues. issues yeah she came out hard on this album with the mommy issues this is the, really the first time that she ever came out with that and i i feel like i clocked it a long time ago with her because i was like that that's a special kind of woman and she has Mm -hmm. daddy issues don't you know draw you to the way she's been that's why it makes me think of like the character versus like truth dichotomy you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we're like that's I, i said this to you over text it's like i i have personally me have terrible daddy issues it's a lot more right. marketable it's a lot more you can make it sexy you can make it dumb you can make it slutty you mm-hmm. can make it like you can sell it you can do whatever you want with it mommy right. issues do like change you chemically and like foundationally they're unattractive not i mean i would yeah exactly i mean like yeah because they're the realest thing a woman can have truly like they <sighs> are they are and i love that she came out here she literally came out with it she came out with it and her saying, I wish you could see to my soul through this black bathing suit. It's very like feminine. I'm sorry. I have like so many, so many of my formative. Okay. Not to be a feminist, as you know that I'm not. Period. It, it, and not to be a feminist. So many of my formative memories that are attached to my womanhood and my gender are about bathing suits period and when i went to screenwriting school this summer i non-stop brought up bathing suits and kids sorry yeah no i'm sorry in, um, class, so i was like growing up and wearing bathing suits and becoming an adult and wearing bathing suits it's and being in your 20s wearing bathing always wearing bathing suits is traumatic it's traumatic for a woman specifically it's like a thing like it's always a thing every I, era of your the, life like the first time that i was in a skimpy bikini where it was kind of like a thong. I had stolen these skimpy vintage, like 80s, high waisted, like thong, <laughs> velvet, black bottom, what? bikini bottoms um, yeah. from Golden State Goods in Atascadero. I had oh stolen them um, with Dustin when we were yes. in high school. Cute. And, and then I had this like other like stolen, like vintage black top. And like when I, uh, the first time I wore a skimpy bathing suit in front of like boys that i like mm-hmm. liked etc mm-hmm. when i was like a teenager um dude it was at franklin ponds of course it was formative and area. i remember coming out i remember pressing up like on the side of the like pond to get yeah. out and i remember hearing the boys be, like say something about like my butt and i was like yeah i'm like i'm naked right now like i'm in a bathing suit honey 
they can see my body and my body looks kind of sickening because I'm a 15 year old girl. I'm sure. So it's like, I can't have no control over that though. I might not really want it to look sickening right now, but it just does. Exactly. That's like the joke is that's what you have to like, and I, not to sound like a fucking libtard feminist right now, but like that is a literal fact as a woman is like, you have to, at a young age, you have to, uh, what's the word reckon with, you know? Yeah. You have to there's a word that starts with an R that I can't remember. I'm like retard. No, it starts with an R. It's <laughs> some word. Anyways, you have to rationalize Reckon? or something. No, it's not that. I, <laughs> Wait, that a, is that sort of like have, a W? No, I have this in my notes because I never remember this word. And when I find it, I'll text it to you. Rationalize. It's not that. It's not that either. It's it's a reconcile. 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 You have period. To reconcile the idea that you hate your body so much at that Girl, age, but but people yourself. love it. Old people, mm-hmm. old men love it. Other young men your age love, love it. it. And, you age, know, yeah. Like boys, everybody likes it or or wants to comment on it because it's nothing to them. It means nothing to them. It's just some yeah. girl's ass or her tits. But to you, it's like your nightmare cross to bear. Is like your body. It's like it's yeah. evil thing that you hulk around. It's just it's just a lot. It's a lot. Bathing suits are a lot. They literally yeah. are. So I love that she she said that. Lana really said that. You know. And, and, you know, because most people that we are supposed to admire as, like, young people, like, the Sydney Sweeney's of the world, they just be, like, posting bathing suit pics, and it's like, oh, yeah, she's damn, girl, stupid hot. I like, don't be feeling like that. No, and I, I, I post a bathing suit pic. Uh, I, I don't know why, and I'm insane. Like, I don't feel good. I do but, a like, lot of others dangerous self-harming yeah, behavior. Do. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what, yeah, what I'm not I'm not mad confident that, but... in it at all. But, like, well, in, like, in, like, the songs of the world that are, that are, like, I don't know who I can't I would never I just can't like in good conscience I can't compare like Doja Cat to Lana because it's so it's like apples and oranges not that I like her yeah but that's what I think is I'm like like no one else is putting out there like Lana and Lana still can be she's so sexy she talks about sex like she talks about her tit picture honey baby the titty the nipple the way that it looks like mine like her, her big areola representation. Like, give me them areolas. Give me them areolas. <laughs> like you and I both know. Like that meant a lot to the girls. But I mean, like you that's know, what like, um, a man on the street in New York said to me. Yeah, one day. God bless I was wearing him. a I was wearing a wife beater, and you could see my nipples through. And he was like facing me, walking by me, and I had my AirPods in. But he was like, "Give me them areolas," <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Give me them areolas." So I walked by, and I was like, "Damn, you can see my straight up." boobs i love shirt. it i fucking love it i'm addicted to it but you know i just, just yeah i just yeah i um, um can we okay so can we go to um if you lie down with me yes hit me with that okay um <laughs> it might be my favorite song on the album it might be my favorite song on the is album is it really yours is it is it okay I, it, this 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 might be but i think objectively there is a better song but this might be my my personal favorite totally and i feel like there might be a, a song that resonates harder with me that i love and there might be a clinically better song but this is like this is a song that i would show some no actually if i had to show someone a track from this album to make them like it i would show them dealer come on and that's what i was gonna say i think a dealer might objectively be the best song of like the past 20 years period but Uh, i think that this song is one of my oh i love this song it's a perfect song it's really a perfect song i love it i love all of it um what else do i have yeah she sounds like a weathered bar singer in texas you know giddy up like i love her like i love your red boots on oh baby baby gets her way Baby yeah. wants a dance. Baby gets, gets her, her way. way. Yeah, it's very um short story. Um, 
talk to me with that whiskey breath okay um here's one of my big takes on this song yeah i'll treat you like a holiday i really like that as a new euphemism for you're my daddy i think exactly i'm taking you for you i want to treat you nice no i'll treat you like i'll treat you like a holiday is a really cool new colloquialism it's very like oklahoma it's very utah it is and I'm sure it's like actually Lindy because I bet you that bitch has been saying that. Like, you know, that you has like to come holiday? from somewhere. Like, I totally like get holiday. it when I hear like, that. Exactly. I'm like, duh. It's intuitive. It's intuitive. And it's sexy and it's, it's it, it glamorizes and it's it, it, it dotes on the man, yeah. which is rare. Yeah, it is. Well, that's why Lana rocks because she dotes on the man. She loves the man. I, no I texted you man. about this. No one yeah. loves the man. No one loves the man. I texted you this that um, I think that this. Uh, album is very sexual and call me stoned but i've had this thought since um <laughs> the album came out which yeah. which is that the lines where she says light me up like the fourth of july you know uh, twirl me six times till i cry sick and i'm cry yeah sick I'm and cry. i cry <laughs> i'm cry sick and i'm, I'm cry, cry. Um, but that's that. That sounds like it's like it's like you know, like make me come or whatever. It, like, it sounds really sexual. It sounds it like is. make me sick by like banging the shit out of me. Is that Period. just me? Am I just horny? No, 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 no. It's. I think it's almost like it's a use. It's a tasteful <laughs> euphemism. And you are horny, but as am I. Like that's how you're supposed to be listening. That's what I love about Lana is that she makes it cool to be horny because uh, she's not like she's not like I'm getting my pussy. She makes it safe. I'm a girl boss. Yeah. No, she makes it very. She's palatable. not whopping. No, she's not giving out her whop. <laughs> to this that and the other she's not tom dick and harrying her wop well so here's what i have written down about this i love when she talks about the fourth of july it just makes me happy yeah. whenever lana talks about that but my thing was like this is like the most amazing like pseudo breaking up song where she's like if you lie down if you lie down lie next to me like even if we're fighting when you lie down you better lie next to me like that's so powerful like like i don't care if i hate you whatever but like when you lie down i hope it's next to me like that's so fucking powerful well and the candidness uh, of don't say you're over me because we both know that you're not or we both know that you're lying as the lyrics change to Mm -hmm. it's very um it does not give like an Ariana Grande, and I and I'm just using her as an example. I don't. No, but it it is a good great. one. Yeah, it's it's not giving like, oh, you're not over me because I'm a baddie. Exactly. It's giving, it's giving like, don't like, say you're over me because I know that you're just not. It's giving and, tragedy. Um, like it's, it's giving, giving tragedy. adult discussion. Like it's giving an adult discussion, and I had an adult discussion fairly recently, and I'll tell you what, it it, it blows. It blows. It sucks. And um. And it makes you just feel very, like, nostalgic, and it makes you feel very existential, and it makes you feel very, like, what what would we do if we had time together, you know? Exactly. uh, You know? Exactly. Dance me all around the room, me like a ballerina. Super high. I, I mentioned this earlier, but once, twice, three times the guy I ever thought I would meet is a really important line, and it's really sweet, and it really- Sweet. it's a defil it's a, it's a defamiliarized way yeah. of doting on a man. Totally. At this point, because totally. we are no longer allowed exactly. to go on. God forbid. It's like when I see my Kessler walking around in front of Grumpy's and I'm at work and I'm like You should run up on him. That's a man. <laughs> That's a man. I would Morty. never like, oh. I would never. No. But I just see him I see him when I'm at different like film events in Little Recite yeah. and I'm like and I'm like 
that's a guy and that's i'm like go off king that's a man. like god bless him yeah i don't want a gay boyfriend no i would hate to have and you know it's too all too common but the song the song i feel like to me the song is like the epitome of like breakup sex do you know what I mean? Where it's like, come on, like we're we're doing this. You lie down next to me, but like we like both six know. times till I'm sick and I exactly cry. period. Like we have that, you know. But it, it's sad. Like it's this is, and I like how it breaks down to that instrumental part where it's like New Orleans vibes. Well, like I have a note here that says that the the horns, yeah, are so melancholy. They give like a neutral Milk Hotel song, very or like much. Mark on the nuclear, Mark on the nuclear, so and so song, like um. The song by them yeah. talking in code that has yes piano and trumpets in it and piano totally. and trumpets just like give heartbreak um, they do tragedy uh and i yeah i think um the like six times till i sick and i cry is very intimate it is sad it's bl- so melancholic intimate. breakup and very much for me melancholy resonates like i it it's does. hard for me to resonate with stuff that takes a side of either happy or sad like melancholic right. is where i live totally well especially when it's like happy is triumphant or happy is like i win or whatever i will never feel that way i have a note here literally right now that says about this song it's like uh it's not for gays to shake ass to it's not for me <laughs> to do to do drunk at karaoke and be Period. a slut it's about womanhood mothers sisters love loss and home that's a note that i literally period. <laughs> song, and I'm like you know it's true it's like people don't get that this album is too real like it's literally too real it's not for you to like twerk on at the club and i know you hate that because it's a lot i'm not talking about you but i'm talking about like the, i know the greater you but you know it hits with the ones it hits with it's so special like this, i love to like meet anyone that loves this album from front to Me back too. the way we do like it's special know, it's people don't love it that I man know. like speak you know go off like love him well i mean the part in this song where she goes because we were built for the long haul okay wait train wait, it's okay. so good i have that written down where she says ah! burnt by fire without trial like a stowaway and the way she says it i'm like what does that like mean like stowaway. i know what it means it's like, without <laughs> trial, like a stow-. she's like slurring it to make it work with the I melon and i'm like you're crazy i love her like it's crazy uh can we go to beautiful yeah, we can. What are your thoughts on Beautiful? So, uh, it's another one like Arcadia where it's not my favorite melody. Um, Me either, yeah. But I really, really, really love the lyrics to it. I really, really, really Me love too. it. Because I think it's really smart when she says that, like, basically if Picasso had been sad, there would have been no blue period. It's a fact. It's a there fact. No blue like, period. The way it's she has so to good. say, too. She has to say Casso. She can't even say Picasso with, like, the way that it's timed. It doesn't work with, with the, yeah, like, syllables it. and the cadence. Yeah, that's why I love her. She was uncompromising. Like, she won't, you know. Um, I, I think it's very, like, leave me alone. I need to process and I'm totally. gonna turn this bad shit into something beautiful, beautiful and just like let me do it um exactly. uh i think it's um optimistic um it is i think it's uh one of those songs where she, where lana over the years has said like stand back and let and watch what i can do because mm-hmm. like, i will do it um but yeah i think it's a good song um it is not it's not one of my like favorite melodies no me or either like Like, no and i I think it's like beautiful functionally as a song i love that she like name drops picasso like i love that but what i was gonna say is like this one it made me write down the note that like this is really her blue by Joni mitchell because Joni has 
like lyrics in that album where she talks about like I wanna I wanna you know rock it up at a jukebox dive like I wanna right wanna jive I want all these dumbass things that are so like pedestrian and silly and like schoolgirl diary entries but they're so real because like every woman mm-hmm. wants to like wreck her stockings and like just feel alive and like yeah. in the most like raw emotional album you've ever heard they can still do these like pedestrian references and I feel like mm-hmm. this is like almost an example of that where it's like I just love Lana for, like, making that occur in our era. Like, that's special. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But. Um, uh, Violets for Roses. I love that song. Um, the girls are running around in summer dresses with, with their, their masks, masks off, off. And it makes, it makes me, me so, so happy. happy. And she put that out, the way that she wrote that, the way that you know she wrote that, like, in, like, June of 2020. And I'm like. Yeah, and like, it's Lindy, and it, it works in the same way that, like, so it's not cringe. It's not like Taylor Swift being like, you need to calm down and making You're Miss Angie, like, pop pussy no. for $18 an hour for, like, a hot <laughs> afternoon in, like, LA, like, in Palm Springs. A gig? Like, in, like, a parking yeah. lot. The worst like, like, It's not Taylor Swift being like, Mm-mm. people are homophobic making Mm-mm. Miss Angie and, like, literally, like, Alexis Mateo, like, sweat in their damn wigs for, like, them out the fucking ether. eight hours for $18 yeah. an hour less than i make at the vintage store period so it's not like cringe like taylor swift style like like addressing these modern things it's very like um like it it is actually optimistic in like a very like lindy and and sort of like that's um, a great uh, earned way where she's like man things are changing the books are finally opening people are taking their masks off finally happening and ever since i fell out of live out of love with you i fell back in love i fell back in love with me God is it feel sweet like a summer the para- breeze. The paramite sound. The paramite sound. Yeah. The paramite sign is sparkling just for me. It is for me. And but but what I was telling someone about this um, earlier is that this this song's the verses of this song are very melancholic and very, or actually I'm sorry, very um, happy and very um, like um, you know I fell back in love with myself. The paramite right. sound. Yeah, sparkling like redemptive. Yeah. Paramount sign. <laughs> it's hard to girl. say. I should stop with the one. I couldn't. I couldn't. And then um, the chorus is so sad. Where it's, it is sad. Made me trade my violets for roses. Um, yeah. You know, God knows the only mistake a man can make um, is making a woman change, etc. And I had a question I wanted to ask you about this song. Tell me. Can I hit you with it? Yeah. So over the years, even before this album, not to brag, I'm just kidding. Not but, to brag. Um, because I'm a freak, I've I have actually like, written like a few times about like the um uh metaphor of like violets versus roses. It's what like... does that like bring up for you? And like, what is your like um your connection to that? And like, what does the metaphor trade my violets for roses like mean to you? Because it's pretty abstract and pretty like it is. poetic it's quite abstract. and pretty not like. like it's not it's not have you have you written about that in publications um, or anything that i would have read uh mm, no uh a couple of like songs that i like put online sure. but not um short story well totally i don't know if you've ever read short stories where that was mentioned but like the that, i don't like, either but something metaphor like something about a few that times in my life something about the violets or like wildflowers at large does like it evokes you to me but that's that's not news but i guess beside the point i i think i i love the fact that like i feel like the my base interpretation of that is just like the idea of like wildflowers or like not that yeah. i don't know where violets originate per se but like the idea of like you know whatever you love in opposed to 
you know, flowers from a flower shop, like these bullshit yeah, totally. yellow dyed. Like I remember when I was at Costco for the first time when I was like six with my mom and I was like, why are those roses blue and yellow? And she was like, cause they were dyed to be that color. Yeah. And I was like, that sucks. Like that's sad. So it makes you think, you know, it's like that kind of thing. Like, it makes it's, you think. Yeah. yeah. It does make you think. It's like to, to, to trade a woman for, you know, her roots to, to what you think she should be. romantic version of her yeah exactly what does it evoke for you um i think that lilacs and violets and lavenders are like sort of archetypally and maybe like mythologically like um valued less or like looked at as like you said like wild or native versus like a rose which is like a romantic and god cultivated um, yeah cultivated and like rich and beautiful like Mm -hmm. thing um so yeah that's i think my kind of connotation um and i think that the line the only mistake a man can make is trying to make a woman change uh rings true for me because i think that like there's such a fucking uh misunderstanding about what like love is in our yeah in terms oh, of like God. whoever i find whether it be via an app or whatever whoever mm-hmm. i like you know uh curate myself to be able to find um yeah. better like fit my you know right uh, quota and yeah exactly that's just like not how shit it's a whole love yeah behaves Sorry. Yeah. no it's true it's true and i have one note that i have for that song this is beside the point it's like remember when covid started and lana would wear her mesh mask yeah, all the events gosh. and it was like a see-through mesh like right so like ghost ghost like girl like i love that Come on. um but i i um, love wait yeah. i had another note here that said um another very feminine layer to this glass quote-unquote onion just kidding <laughs> haven't seen it <laughs> like i don't just know kidding. what that is but i, I said reference. yeah um it feels good to get true female art and not just like i said earlier just queer art exactly out in the world i miss women um and i love examples of womanhood um and don't find uh mommy issues repugnant or like scary i find them really like endearing um yeah very much uh, so and um yeah that's about it I love that. I love that. No, that that is literally so true. And the one other thing I have is that I like that maybe in theory she might be looking back, like not looking back at like nostalgia factor, but looking towards her future. That's what I like about this song is that it is a bit redemptive. Where yeah. It's like post breakup, but happy. You know, I think like, so. You and I both love her when she's at her worst, when she's like, I miss when daddy would hit me and I miss my, you know, freak ex-boyfriend who dealt drugs. But I like when she's in her new chapter where she's like, maybe I'll be okay with my sisters and my 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 women and my children and my life and my future. That's special and too. Maybe um the hurt that I felt from him or the like damage that we did mm-hmm. we were together was like um what was going to propel me to this next phase and exactly step, something think, to like, learn from i mean and... I, I very much am the kind of person um not to get too gay um <laughs> on the pod you know, when, when the record button is lit and not just when you and i are just like half reclining when we're yeah. together but... <laughs> but i'm a very like optimistic person and i very much um am 
period believe that everything happens for a reason if i didn't believe that i would literally kill myself exactly that's all that's all people like you and me have like it's all we have everything happens for a reason so you know so it does that's all i'll say and that's kind of why i really like this album because i feel like she is reasoning with exactly exactly mythos yeah she literally um, i couldn't have said it better myself like that's the facts of it all like she's not she's not playing cynical she's not playing like you know nihilist ironic she's not yeah. playing ironic she's not doing anything like that okay so dealer um my first note here says um how dare you ask me to review the best song <laughs> dedicated to film or whatever in the last decade or two (laughs) who am i exactly in the face of lana making dealer (laughs) my next note says again how dare you (laughs) and not to condescend but this music on this track for lana Mm -hmm. this drum and bass and the Uh, hi-hat all of it the echo it's so mature it's this is all factual, bitch. Like, it's so. It's, first of all, yeah. How yeah, dare how dare you? you? <laughs> like, how dare <laughs> I? I know when I wrote this down, I was like, "There's really nothing to like." I don't have like a hot take. The hot take is like sucking its dick so hard that it comes. Like, it's just an amazing fucking song. Like, I wrote here, doctor, dealer, father. You know, please don't uh. try. And- find me through my dealer please don't mm-hmm. try and find me through my um she says don't don't call my father either he yeah exactly no um, call I my wrote, doctor if i resonate with anything it's my dad and my doctors not caring mm-hmm. for me and i said mm-hmm. and having a parasocial relationship with my dealer period <laughs> i know i'm like bitch i'm like i'm the i'm the guy i was <laughs> like don't with call your dealer, dealer. Yeah, exactly. last time <laughs> no, no, like me to myself. I'm like, don't call your doctor, your dealer. Like, don't. Like, it's crazy. It goes crazy. And also, like, that's one of the notes that I had where I was like, people that hate this album, I'm like, how do you hate this song? But also, my problem. I wreck it. I wreck it. It's turning it around. around. My problem <laughs> is that my problem is that I feel like people only liked this song. Like, they only. People yeah. that didn't like the album, they did like this song. Like, this is right. like the, the crowd pleaser randomly, just because she's screaming, just because it's amazing. And I love I don't want to live. Or I don't want to live. I don't want to give you nothing. Did, did you like The Last Shadow Puppets or whatever? Do you like Miles Kane at all in middle school? The guy that does the verse? Oh. Yeah, that's um, the guy that does the verse. Is He's like uh, the, uh, what's the band with the, the white guy, the Arctic Monkeys? He's like that. Right, right, He's like right, the right. other version of that. Familiar, but not a huge totally. stan. I wasn't a stan at all. I just liked them. I liked the Arctic Monkeys too. But he's like, he's almost exactly to me. I keep wanting to say, I keep wanting to say Alex Jones from the <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> like, you know, Alex Jones. But yeah, he's like that. Yeah. That like greaser, dumbass English, like chap mm-hmm. shit from like 2012. But he does the verses um okay. so it's kind of a slay but her screaming her screaming goes crazy like this song as a whole is like amazing like it's really it's nothing like anything she's done before it's not like anything she's done before um i really like the uh um just like desperation to it and the oh. um rawness of it and um it is raw i think it's um pretty 
it gives not to be dramatic but it gives um heroin by um oh, underground in terms of just like totally. uh crassness of talking mm-hmm. about like the, the the spike up the dropper's neck or whatever they Oof. say in the other underground sound like a That's song they it's say. like um it's her dealer like yeah you know he might not pick up his phone like exactly you know, no it's like I the girlfriend myself, like don't yeah. tell my dad don't tell my dealer like they mm. ain't gonna listen not my doctor yeah sad um it's the girl's I perspective mean, yeah it's the girlfriend's perspective no and i have i have to send you this picture after we finish this app is it it's there's a picture of me at crossroads uh, crossroads the house from like literally this time probably last year probably like december 2021 crossroads the house where i'm gacked out of my fucking mind and my eyes are like there's something wrong with them and i'm sitting there wrapped in a blanket and it's because they were listening we were all listening to dealer because it had come out like a month before this album Gnarly. and it's just me like just like like shell shocked because i was just like crying oh. like oh like me in the car like screaming that like so gnarly kind of goes crazy her rage um, next song i might not be emotionally ready to talk about and that's called thunder exactly i'd like to hear anything anything you have to offer for this i would love to hear i think it's one of the best love songs of all time written it is it is it is it i is would say tragic. that this song um and as a christian woman i hate to have to say this but this song did put me in a trans and it did in a trans, trans? <laughs> in a trans it made me trans it made me trans and as a christian woman i hate to say that and it also made me just i was preoccupied with it i was i was like gagged i was fucked by this song where i was like where i was like um you roll like thunder town ain't been the same since we left uh, since you left all your friends you roll like thunder when you come crashing in um uh you act like fucking Mr. Brightside when you're with all your friends, but I know what you're like when the party ends. <sighs> and no one should be allowed to tell an addict and a freak's fucking psycho like me, just sure. do it, just do it, just do it. Don't, Don't wait. wait. Well, because I'll do it. Of course, honey. Yeah, well, that's why I'm like, she's schizophrenically. She's been speaking to both of us for years. That's why Don't we've both do done it. it. We, I have done the worst actions in my life because of Lana Del Rey, as if you. You, you roll like thunder, pouring, pouring all your drinks. The oh. party's lit, and you, my friend, half cut when it begins. It's so Bitch. flirtatious. You, if the I, party's I've, lit. I've never connected with a guy or a man who Mm-mm. wasn't like addicted to some kind of substance, of and who wasn't like the cool guy or like the yeah. separate deep guy. Right. Well, in the in in the guy that like is different when the party ends, the guy that's like melancholy when they all. I leave. know what you're like, like when the party ends. Like, yeah, yeah he's like a like, clown for his friends. But when exactly. He's just with me, he's exactly. like he's different. Giving he's the real hand. Him. yeah exactly that's what you think i yeah. want to kill myself i know and i hate her for <laughs> i hate her for encapsulating that like kill she should kill herself like i people don't people that's my thing is like people don't listen to this album because i'm like the way that she says you act like fucking mr bright like i'm like every woman can relate to that they literally can um you try to see the bright side when each new day begins, but you're not satisfied at the rainbow's end. Ooh. I, oh. We might have to bleep this if I say it. I won't say it. I know what you're saying, uh, though. I'm not going to say what I'm... What, you don't have what, to say the slur of it all, but you can say, you know. I'm not going to say what we would have to bleep, but you know what I'm saying when I say I that do. I recently felt something that was very apl- 
lyrics are very applicable to intrinsically so they're written for that almost. and yeah. um i mean it makes me wanna <laughs> bitch i know um, if hello just means goodbye then honey better walk away i think and i wrote that, that down that, that, i guess kind of sounds like gay like taylor swift lyrics but it's no no like... no, no. <laughs> i'm like don't don't say that it's the way she says it and all the backup singers. No, she says spare your blade. Spare your blade. Spare your blame, honey. She's saying she's saying, honey, if this is hello and that means goodbye, then stop now. Like because you're so curious. In many of my like, affairs, it's been very like hello and then goodbye. You know exactly. What I'm saying? And if I knew that before, maybe that would have been better to know. But you never know because you're caught up oh. in it. Like, and that's love. It's I know how much the song means to you. I can't believe this wasn't your top song of the year. Okay, it, 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 it might be. No, it it wasn't, because I remember being in your house with you when the Spotify songs posted, like the Spotify top. I know, and it wasn't. And well, it wasn't, because the fire was. Oh, Slay. Huge Slay. Still, Which still we have, we're not there yet. We're, we're not, not there, there yet. yet, but still um, same vein. But. The next, um, so, I mean. Well, that's the next song, isn't it? Is that the next song? It is. Okay. Wildflower Wildflower. Okay, uh, granted, it's not just even us being drunk. Who can say that name? Wild not not five times fast, not- I can't. Wildflower <laughs> Wildfire. Not not five times wildfire, fast. Wildfire, That's for damn yeah. sure. Not me. Before we continue, I just want to tell you that you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful. You know it <laughs> you know I love you. <laughs> so we're getting to the home so, stretch. So hit me with Wildflower Wildfire. Babe, I, I have a lot to say, but it's not like it's like truly like one of those songs where like I was like bowled over when I heard it. Like and like yeah. what's cool about it is like reading the lyrics by themselves. They're like a poem unto itself. And then you hear the song and it's like hauntingly beautiful. And I, I love this song. Like I'm obsessed with the song and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Well, here's the deal is one of my possible favorite just like lines and like yeah. recurring Opening. phrases. Like that that goes crazy it's very real and raw and like um as someone with mental illness parentheses Mm -hmm. i write pick me um (laughs) this song feels like a genuine battle cry of the sick girl it literally is i wrote that too um i promise you a million tomorrows kind of gives this very remorseful very like i promise you that i'll do better one day i swear and here's the deal you know, I'll lie down like a bed of wildflowers and I'll always make the, f- the sheets smell like gardenias. I'll nourish you, you know, but I have been running <laughs> and I'm trying not to die. That's what the song says. That's really what it says. Like, like even just like hearing that, like, like that is out of control. No one has ever said that. Literally no one has ever said that like that. Like, I know you don't want to talk about it. But my father never stepped in when his wife would rage at me. That is my second favorite line of the whole album. My father never stepped in when his wife would rage at me, so I ended up awkward but sweet. That's equal parts daddy issues as it is woman issues. It is. It certainly is. It's the exact balance. Like that it's so sad. And it's so fucking real. It's like it's like a nerve exposed. Like it's too real. Like So I just feel like Yeah, I feel like um <clears throat> like the violets and roses, wildfires and wildflowers have different yeah. metaphors and connotations for different people. But like for me, it's this very melancholic, like 
I've tried to get better. And even when I have, like, I've been met with, um, I don't know, it's this very, like, um, poetic way of saying, like, I'm kind of at my wits end and mm-hmm. like, I'm trying my hardest. Um, totally. Very and like I said, that's what I relate to. Oh my I God. I don't relate to definitive, definitive positives and definitive negatives. I'm very. Of course not. Me. No. Well, and this song specifically is like truly, like you said, it's for, it's for crazy gals, like real, real ones only. Like the crazy girls, like, you know, anthem in terms of. Yeah. Like how beautiful it is. Like how it's like, po- it makes yeah. poetic the abject. Like it makes. Mm-hmm. you know the worst of ourselves beautiful like w- my takeaway from it was i was like this is you i wrote this down i have to find it um not knowing how to act from your upbringing and needing a lover to teach you yeah like how to how to live because you don't know mm-hmm. from the way you were raised you don't know how not to be like volatile you don't know how not to be like evil and then a lover has to teach you how to be like normal or like soft or like mm-hmm. you know cope with things like the way she says like i'll learn from you or whatever like it's you from whom i learn like that's crazy when i being in therapy as an adult meaning as like a 22 and 23 year old i really learned um to look at different traits that i have and different like recurring um relationships and mm-hmm. in my life as products of survival and of yeah. coping and yeah. of like learned behaviors in the context of trying to survive and trying to mm-hmm. cope and trying to make sense of things that don't make sense mm-hmm. and um that's I struggle with that because I don't ever want to like feel like I'm giving myself too much pity and I don't ever want to feel like I'm giving myself too much like wiggle room quote-unquote of course but that's also a sickness and it's of in of itself to not it like is. see yourself as worth of like mercy and grace mm-hmm. and um pity and empathy like all humans are mm-hmm. um, love mm-hmm. but um yeah I think like this song challenges me in that area and makes me think about um trying to give myself grace in terms of the fact that my father never stepped in when he fucking shut up yeah and that's <laughs> and, um you know like we were talking about with beautiful like there has to be some beauty in the good in the horrible hideousness that's happened to us right like, what's the point exactly um, well yeah and and you know i can say as your as your as your best friend and your loved one it's you know, My obviously, anyways, your lover. I want you to give yourself all the grace that you can because you deserve it. Like you know, I know, I know how hard that is, but I I love Lana for like encapsulating that like discourse, that dichotomy. Mm-hmm. You know, she really captures that, like not knowing how to give yourself some care, but but knowing that there's precedent behind it. So. Right. It's it's literally a tragic song. It's like a devastating song. And I hate that people hate this album because I'm like, she bared her goddamn soul for you. She did. You freaks. And I'm sorry you can't shake your pussy to it. But it's meaningful. Like, it's literally, literally incredible. Like, there's nothing like that before, you know? Sorry it makes you have to, like, reckon with your own, like, sins and like, self-hatred. it should. As it should. As good art should. I'm sorry. Um, As good art should. And I'm, I'm sorry. I know I already brought this up on the first literally two episodes that we recorded. But, like, mm-hmm. um, 
Um, that's why I love the whale because it's like, I'm sorry, art should make you reckon with your life. It should make you sick. Yeah. The time and your time and how you're spending it. Period. Your Think love your and life. your hatred and how you're spending both of those. Your days. Think about your days. Account for your days. Account for the way you spend your time. Like account for the way you feel. Like. Um, that fact. being said, can we talk about can we talk about Nectar of the Gods? Well, my, so here's my thing. Probably favorite song on the album. Is it really? I love, I love this song. It's the song that got me full blown in love with an in on the album when in twenty twenty one in October. That was the only one that I listened to okay, before slay, I fully got into it because I was slay. like, this song objectively slaps. Slay, it does. It does. Well, here's I my get thing. wild on you, baby. As I, I texted you earlier, you. made me commit sins. <laughs> I did literally bad shit that I don't believe in and that I don't condone because Lana Del Rey sang. She I get wild, you baby. I get wild and fucking crazy. I will get wild on you, dude. I will do crazy shit because I don't value myself. Well, (laughs) me. I hate to hear that, but that is like the most special thing about Lana. That's like actually the thing that we can condone most here at Pick Me Pod. This thing we can condone the greatest about Lana here is that she, when she discusses sexuality, it's never about how good she feels about herself. It's about how bad she feels about herself, and that's what we condone here at Pick Me Pod. I get fucking crazy, bitch, because I'm crazy, like like the color blue i get crazy like you know i do like Like, you know and and i mean it's special so what cruel word is world is this harkens back to cruel world her song okay so wait wait really quick not to interject this song and the next two songs they were recorded in 2013 Mm. initially they were written for ultraviolence and she didn't put them on the album then. That's crazy. So they've been around forever. So modern. I know, because she redid them. And I feel like to me, I didn't think twice about it hearing them for the first time here. But a lot of freaks who heard them on SoundCloud were mad at her because they were like, oh, you're just reusing them. But I was like, this, this feels like very new now. Nectar of the Gods specifically feels very new. Um, totally. Well, like none of them are really characteristic. How? I mean, I could see this maybe on Ultraviolence if you did it slower with like electric guitar and shit. I could see that. I was going to say the acoustic kind of stag guitar that yeah. it sounds like is being used in this is very blue banisters totally um they redid it yeah uh but yeah cruel world she was definitely like of the time twice hang up the phone call Ugh. again i want to talk it's Ugh. so sad it's sad and i love that she's doing it now though because i'm like because i interpret it you interpret it we didn't we interpret it like her as a 35 year old feeling yeah. these things which is beautiful i'm like you can feel this shit your whole life like you can always feel like you want more like well that's the tragic thing is that it doesn't it age isn't the factor exactly you can always feel like you want more exactly um, that's not it's not like it felt like juvenile or I, like i will be honest here on the podcast um i don't mean to be too crass but um i've never been in a romantic situation where i haven't fe- felt like Oh, call again like i want to talk like like i want more like i've never mm-hmm. felt like i didn't want more me either and i'm not trying to say like i've never always felt like my partner was inadequate I no it's not about that, that. I mean, it's... i've always been with partners where i felt like i needed more from them or totally I felt like it was inadequate like well and even if they give you ways. everything you can still feel like you want more 
And for a lot of my life, I've been with people where I felt like I don't need to be with you. Like I need to be with somebody else. Right. That's the, that's the evil is like that, that voice that says like, it could be better. Like it could be different. Like either you have far too little self-esteem. We have far too much. Like God forbid. It is a whole thing, but but that's why I love Lana because no one else will talk about the abject level of like just just feeling dark feelings. No one makes songs about that anymore. I, I get wild on you, baby. It's giving like BPD behavior. It's giving oh, like my god. I wrote that down for wildflower wildfire, which I can't say still. No, um, can I? Well, because I was like, that's like all about like suppressing your insane urges to for the better of your partner for the better of another person where it's like no i i can be good i can i can give you a thousand tomorrows i won't be like the way i was learned i was taught to be like right sad we kind of already talked about living legend a little bit which is or did we talk about or did i just talk about us earlier in in the day no i'm I'm sure you did like in the milieu of like what we discussed but not not truly like um well my main take on that is that like it's my dream to be with a man or the man wink wink um that i feel like um i want to tell is my living legend yeah. and that like the way he's a good moves feeling sends uh. me to heaven like i i long Beautiful. for that sort of like mythological relationship that's the dream that i have been in and those feelings that i have felt for mm-hmm. some cough cough men um mm-hmm. <laughs> um where it's like like I said earlier, like um, I, I I like the freedom that Lana gives me to compliment and revere and gag over and long for men. I know I like that. Feel like in this culture, it's you can't cool. exactly. I feel attacked, and I I love her for that. Well, and I can't wait to get to Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard because I have a lot of shit to say about that, honey. Okay, but so I know what you're saying. We should speed up though because okay, so no, we can't, we can't. I do you I have anything some... to say about living legend? Not just that. All I was going to say is that there's a lot of hearkening backs to ultraviolence, like the way she talks about. Okay, yeah. So for, for me with this song, though, like this is this is when I started crying the first time I listened to this album when I was doing my makeup for Halloween 2021. Mm-hmm. First week that I listened to this album. First day, every time I listened to this album, I was ambiently crying to the part in this song where she says, I have guns in the summertime and horses too. And horses and she, too. I never yeah. meant to be bad or unwell. I was just caught between heaven and hell. And like, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, bitch!" Like you said it. Like that's so special. And like, the, those are ultra violence lyrics. Like those are all you know. Half of them are cut from that. So I get how it. Originated I agree, there. and that's why I have to also stand ultra violence. No, yeah, and I, I was I just love... living on the edge, right between heaven and hell, and I'm tired of it. Like, sad. Anyways, yeah. So that just really like took me out of it. Um. Cherry Blossom is the next song. Cherry Blossom, I love. Um, Cherry Blossom. Oof. So when I was doing my crazy stocking of um, Lana Del Rey's family, um, mm-hmm. Chuck had posted Lana's sister at some point mm-hmm. um, uh, during the era of them recording this album, and she wrote um, uh, on a, in a caption of an Instagram post of her and Lana, she wrote um, my sister had a premonition about my baby and it's very like um you know feminist superstitious but it it doesn't give witchy not not to that level no in like a dirty it's just like feminine intuition like literally it just gives like woman yeah relationship where 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 i felt like 
I feel like this song is Lana kind of talking to like the future like Del Rey family being What's, like well, you I, don't tell no one you can tell me but I also in my schizophrenic era of being really into this like one guy I was like um it also works in terms of like you don't tell no one you can tell me like i don't know i'm like the kind of like world's best confidant because i am literally a sponge and like i have literally felt and like seen it all so it's like hit me with whatever and it's like i'm your queen absolutely you are yeah well and my thing is like i i i felt that because this was the other this is the last song that they said came out from ultraviolence like she she mm-hmm. did write this back in 2013 so she literally did predict like chucky having a female baby like yeah. she did and i have notes that are like she would be the best aunt in the world i'm sure i'm jealous of that baby but furthermore i'm like you know from my own like trauma my own like duh, duh, duh. like i was like you know i can heavily like this song makes me cry really bad because of that trauma trauma from like you know a baby not being able to tell someone something you know you can tell her like that makes me cry every time like it does make me sick yeah. and cry and uh yeah. and my <laughs> my point is that well there's like a part there's like a part in the bridge where she's like mommy is I'm it here. there like i'm here like when you're scared like oh like makes me sad it makes me sick it makes me sad but like yeah that feels very like it hit me hard as a as a person but, but yeah i love i love that for her like I, I do love that um yeah she says because it's a cruel cruel world it but is we, but we don't care because what we've got we've got to share i just share like she she's the best aunt in the world like i'm so jealous mm-hmm. but um yeah that's all i had was like you know um, wait, oh, this is my other hot take I wrote down. People need to, like, narcissistically inject themselves into Lana songs, and then they'll feel right. attached to them, and then they'll like it. So I'm like, I narcissistically injected myself into this entire album, and that's why I Same. love it. It's not why I love it. It's a great album, but I'm also like, it helps. So so don't think about shaking your pussy. Think about, you know, seeing yourself in the tragedy of it all. So same and you know? you know so yeah i'm not gonna judge anyone but it's also no. like um let's all be realistic about where we land and exactly we, and i and i like yeah well and i think i think that between norman fucking rockwell and chemtrails and this she has certainly solidified herself as like the greatest living american poetess and songstress yeah. of our time easily easily no con- no no contender who else who else i beg you who else? who else imagine who else i don't have anyone so the last song is sweet carolina yeah so <sighs> um this song i didn't initially love so much and have such a crazy connection to but i um have grown to love it as I just like listen to the album in a whole, mm-hmm. it, you know, as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. I think again, I think it's kind of a premonition and kind of a futuristic, like positive song about like just like her family. Um, in terms of like, if things ever go wrong, just know this is your song and we love you. Like it's kind of a song written for the future of her family, which is very it optimistic. Is. Again, it's beautiful. Just like a happy note to end on. It is. It's a beautiful note to and end it's, on. And it's titled after another Lindy song that Period. is like known, classic, and positive. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think 
Her mentioning the um, iPhone 11 and the crypto forever screams your stupid boyfriend. Fuck you, Kevin. Like, I think that, again, is another example of her making shit that makes me generally want to kill myself. Right, right. Um, And and meaningful and unironic. Totally. Um, Totally. So, yeah, I I love it for those reasons, but I think it just is generally just like, um, I think it's it's, um, a, a futuristic kind of premonition song about her family and... Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's truly like such a beautiful, undeniably beautiful metal melody. Like it, it's mm-hmm. so it's so exquisite. It's exquisite, and the way that she says "blue" and she carries off in the blue. Yeah, it's very it's giving Joni Mitchell's "Blue," if you will, and uh, it's like that. That's really one of those songs where like I just I know the context. I know it's about a baby. I know it's about family, and it makes me cry every time because I just like I think it's so yeah. moving, and I love that she's like. I love that she's in this era of herself of like domesticity and like we're just like family yeah. and like whatever because because yeah. I can relate to that because I know the feeling of not wanting to be like a stupid whore anymore and wanting to like well can connect. we can I um not to be dramatic but can hmm. I read aloud on the podcast please um, the Aeneas Nin quote that I posted yes. on my Instagram story last yes. night yes yes um, where she talks about the same thing, where she's kind of realizing about herself that she just wants, like, security and to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, a reason why I love this Blue Bannisters album is because it resonates with this Amaneus Nin quote, which is mm-hmm. um, from her diaries around the time when she first met Henry Miller in, like, the um, super early 1930s, totally. if not earlier than that. Anyways, yeah. she says this. I really believe that if I were not a writer not a creator, not an experimenter, I might have been a faithful wife. I think highly of faithfulness, but my temperament belongs to the writer, not to the woman. Such a separation may seem childish, but it is possible. Subtract the over-intensity, the sizzling of ideas, and you get a woman who loves her perfection. And faithfulness is one of the perfections. It seems stupid and unintelligent to me now because I have bigger plans in mind. Perfection is static, and I am full in progress. The faithful wife is only one phase, one moment, one metamorphosis, one condition. And I feel like Lana treasures her stagnant wifeliness, but... I feel like she is always in motion, like that Aeneas quote says. Like she's exactly. always in progress. Exactly, she's in fluxes. Like she's she's fluctuating. Like if if you read her that quote, she'd be gagged. I I believe mm-hmm. that one hundred percent. Like that's beautiful. It's like she's not, you know, she's not static. Like she moves. Like she's, you know, fluctuates. Like yeah, and that's life. That's womanhood, truly. Like, and um, so to head towards, you know, ocean. Mm-hmm. So there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard mm-hmm. my biggest take on there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard is um that i love nothing more than her reducing herself to a tunnel aka a woman hole bitch <laughs> a vagina under la basically that's being forgotten i'm sorry Don't i knocked my me, headphones off i knocked my headphones <laughs> off how hard i laughed at tunnel woman hole um but no yeah, that's exactly right, bitch. It's a fucking well, and and I have that later on in my notes. Uh, I want to actually, I want to wait until we get to that point. I just my first thought on the song, the new song, first single from the album, which is titled after this track, was that 
you told me a while ago, Sunshine, when it came out, you were like, I love when a song says, don't forget me or anything like to that iteration. Like I love yeah. that vibe in a song. And my, my thing for songs beyond that is like, hold me tight or like, you know, yeah. love me forever. Like that's my like Achilles heel, but I love, and she, I love the way she says, don't forget me. Like that's so fucking powerful. The gay um, in the store today had a great point where he said that she create such a poignant and true effect when she for the majority of the song says um uh there is a tunnel under ocean boulevard there's Mm -hmm. a tunnel under ocean under ocean boulevard and then she says at the end of the song she changes it and says don't forget me like the tunnel yes under ocean boulevard exactly like Okay, so at the end, the last like couple of bars, she compares herself exactly because she's the tunnel to the literal hole, the hole under under Ocean Boulevard, under, under the thing you all traverse, the thing you all know, take this, pictures this of this sacred town, the sacred landscape and architecture. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, I yeah. mean, it's really good. Uh, what do I, you think about the next album? What do you think well, about how that's gonna turn out? I'm still a bit on the song. If you'll indulge me really quick, it's just that like, the fact that she says, you know, so she says, uh, "When's it gonna be my turn? Uh, tell me you like it. When's I, it gonna be my turn? Uh, fuck me to death." Period. I heard when like, "Tell me you like me," and she says, "Tell me you like it." But I was like, tell, tell me you like, like me. me. I, I was like, I was like, okay, yeah. Well, and like, my thing is that like, bitches on TikTok have been truly castrating her like lately for uh, saying, you know, love me till I love myself or whatever. And I'm like, you know, if you've never felt that, good for you, but we're not the same. Like, you don't know my experience. Like, you don't understand what it's like to not be loved until someone loves you. Like, lucky for you, I guess. That's all I know. It's like I'm like that's why Lana exists is for girls like us who don't know how to be loved until someone loves you. Like, sorry, and like, um, yeah, fuck me to death is on mm-hmm. period. Um, there's a girl who sings Hotel California not because she loves the notes or sounds the fl- or notes or sounds the sound like Florida <laughs> because she's in a world preserved. Mm-hmm. Only if you have found the door. It's like, um, not only, like, have I never known anything else other than, like, dramatic Shakespearean, like, life or death love, but it's also, yeah. like, um, I'm an idiot, and I have really low self-esteem. I don't know anything about myself. I'm, like, the girl who sings Hotel California. Like, Period. Shit. Yeah. And it's, like, um, I'm out here wondering when's it gonna be my turn. Yeah. And when someone's gonna fuck me to death. Exactly. And like love me till I love myself. Like one time this this guy that I was banging in Portland, I've already said too much. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> I'll say that fuck me to death was relevant in my life this one. Very time. much. Very much. And it's like, how come not to be a feminist, but it's like, how come it's so freaky and revolutionary and like dramatic when like you've just fucked me to death but it's like in general men just like 
sex just feels like a hundred thousand percent good for them every time (laughs) every time i know and there's no strings attached almost ever but i'm a freak if i'm like damn you just fucked me really good and the guy that i'm fucking in portland is like okay like i'm like happy for you and i'm like but girl it just like was really good i'm sorry no disgusting take that compliment jail yeah no jail jail for you gay actually gay i'm sorry like you have aids now but no my i completely i couldn't agree more um and also like i just people that hate on lana for saying that have never felt that and you know lucky for you freaks but we've all felt the need to be fucked to death and loved until we love ourselves perhaps on some shiny day you know makes you think it really makes you think. But I guess for the new era, what are our thoughts? Albums coming out in like two months, two and a half months. Two months, yeah. I hope really um uh you know about LA architecture mm-hmm. and um geography. Yeah. Know, um She taught me something, yeah. She taught me something, and I loved that. And it was Lindy, mm-hmm. and it um it is yeah, Lindy. It gives Hollywood Forever Cemetery in like Period. mythology and Lauren. I just rewatched Rebel Without a Cause recently, which is my favorite movie of all time because James totally. Dean is my biggest crush of all time. Totally, um, he looks exactly like my uncle. Um, oh, hi. Um, okay. but I just I yeah I just hope like um I don't know I just hope more of this. I I trust her. Like I said, I, I trust, trust her too. Her, yeah, like, I trust Jack White, and I trust um totally any other like, true big uh musician and celebrity that I, I trust her well and especially these days in her 30s like it, if anything it's more like what we were saying about blue banisters where it's like i can't like fathom the way this is gonna make me feel it's not like this is gonna be bad it's more like what is this gonna do to it's derail my week yeah. like yeah it's gonna fuck me up so i'm excited and i love that she got the hair bow back like she got her hair bow in the, the tit, her titty the out tit was great titty. she's giving coquettes she's giving baby girl it was good you know so sexy hot i wanted to pre-order the green or pink vinyl they're all sold out already Mm. i tried but that's gay anyways i'm excited i'm super excited and i hope i believe you're excited too i think we're two months out and we're excited so i just think you're so beautiful i think you're beautiful i love you i love you very much baby did we do it did we cover all of it i think we covered pretty much everything almost everything and more do you have anything that you want to say for the outro, my beautiful, sweet, gorgeous girl? My baby girl. I guess I would just say that it makes you think all of it, you know? It does make you think. Yeah. All of it. it makes you think. <laughs>